What is up, people? And thank you guys for listening in to this very special edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. This will be our San Diego Comic Con 2019 recap show. Every year we've been doing these signing San Diego Comic Con recaps. We've never actually been to San Diego Comic Con, but so much news comes out of it that we pretty much got to dedicate a whole show to just everything that's that 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 comes out of this event, this massive event, the biggest pop culture uh, convention we have really in the world. And it's a big day when it comes to uh, superhero content because this is pretty much where we get uh, all of our all our big news, official news coming from our platforms, whether it be uh, the platform that we pay attention to, whether it be Marvel, DC, the CW, DC Universe Now, um, all of these uh, companies, these are, are big days for them. At least I thought it would be for DC, uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers. They did not make it a big day. Uh, I tweeted this, and I got to say, I got I to gotta give myself, uh, put myself out there and admit that I think that when I said a couple months ago that the Marvel would get smoked by DC at Comic Con, uh, that was probably the worst take I've had on the show. You guys I, said there was no chance Marvel was gonna outdo DC. Did I say that? I think well, nah, maybe not. I think, no I think you lean into that now. You I don't think I had no chance. I don't know you, if guys, I said all you guys that. said like it's not gonna happen. I thought I thought yeah, it was not gonna I, happen. I thought it was very. I thought it was very likely that um that we would get uh. A lot more from Warner Brothers than we got. We got nothing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, this is when we assumed we were getting a, a Warner Brothers slate and a Robert Pattinson and that and the other thing. Yeah, and, I, and even then I was like, look, man, I think Marvel's gonna have something better. And look, to be fair, like this is back when I thought Warner Brothers was gonna show up and they were gonna show. I thought they were gonna drop like Joker footage, trailer, right. And like you know Harley, Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn, right. you know Black Wonder Mask. Woman. I thought they were Wonder I mean, Woman. Wonder Woman. I mean they they have things the to yeah, show. Yeah. That's the thing about it that's weird. That I, I'm sure we'll get to at some point. Was like when we when I said that and Shamari had agreed. It was it looked the way it's set up with Marvel have showing so little and telling so little. Yeah, we didn't know and DC we know nothing Marvel. with like obviously showing the Wonder Woman uh, poster, which then they. Our later said, actually, we're not showing up to Comic Con, but the Wonder Woman stuff, the Harley Quinn stuff with the with Birds of Prey, you got Joker, you know, Batman, Supergirl. I mean, there's so many projects that they have that are apparently right around the corner, and it just seemed like if they did what Marvel did, that they they if they did that, I think they still would have won the weekend, and they just decided to do nothing. Uh, I did not quite expect Marvel maybe to come with as much heat as they did. They gave us most of what we were expecting, but there were a couple of surprises. Um, so I gotta say, I was dead wrong. I, I thought that uh, DC would win this summer, this Comic Con. I feel like they've been winning it the last few years, despite not winning necessarily the coverage in terms of uh, in terms of how their movies have been. They've won Comic Con. I felt this is there was this was a, a another fighter didn't show up. <laughs> Can't even say it was a first round TKO. It's like a this it's like a you a know. Forfeit. A forfeit, you know, but, but while I like, got it, like the person like still showed up and like did all crazy stuff, you know, and, and entertained the fans anyway. But um, we got so much to talk about on the show, so I don't want to spend too much time on the on the on the intro. Joining me are my co-hosts Shamari and Kendall. Go to Shamari first. Well, what are you most excited to, to dive into when it comes to what we saw from uh, San Diego this weekend? I mean, it has to be the Marvel panel. So everything Marvel Studios related, um, everything uh, from Shang Chi. To Hawkeye, to Black Widow. I mean, there's so much, so much information. It's gonna take a very long time for us to get through probably all this information. But it's a lot of, but it's very exciting, regardless. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Kendall yeah, on the show as well. Kendall, uh, what are you looking to talk about today? 
Uh, yeah, I'm excited for The Walking Dead next season. <laughs> uh, I'm joking. Um, obviously, Marvel is going to be very exciting uh, to talk about. But um, what's good about Comic Con is that, like, even though we're not there, you know, there's so much live coverage, especially on the internet. You know, especially on YouTube, that you can feel like you're there, even if you're not there. I mean, sure. you, you watch the the Marvel. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, but <laughs> if you watch the Marvel uh, live on YouTube, you know, the whole. Uh, you know, eight hour stream. It was funny. It was me, me and our brother, me, me and our brother uh, Henry were watching the Marvel Entertainment YouTube mm-hmm. channel. They have like their San Diego Comic Con live stream, right. and it was literally like these these two dudes were like cooking like pasta. One guy was wearing a corner shirt. They were cooking pasta to like a crowd. I'm like, this is wild. <laughs> this is wild. The Marvel Studios panel was going on. Uh, it was like hilarious. It was like, you know, this is what you get. This is why. You, this is why you gotta buy the ticket. Yo, is anyone? Yo, is anyone seen? That's actually a smart thing to do. It's like, oh, you thought we were gonna give y'all content? Nah, you better come get your get around over here to San Diego. Take pay that three hundred dollar flight ticket. There you go. Um, I was gonna say it, that kind of reminds me of. Has anybody seen that meme of? The marching band going on while there's like bombs going off in the distance. I know. Right? It's a real meme. Like there's a marching band marching in the street and like in the yeah. background you see like plums of smoke and like what looks yeah. like atomic weapons going off. That's pretty much what that was. Right. It's like, you know, meanwhile when Marvel is dropping all this crazy I heat, feel bad for the fans these, these that guys, were there. You know, that were in that, that small panel. Like they probably couldn't get into Marvel Studios. Yeah, they definitely would have like, that just missed a cut. People that didn't see Endgame, they were like, yo, I can't get spoiled. So I haven't seen Endgame. If you haven't seen Endgame, I don't know yeah, how. Yeah, you've been spoiled, bro. Yeah, I don't know how you bro. walk around. I want to find the guy who's like, I haven't been spoiled yet. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm still waiting to see I was it. Like, I was like, really? I find that hard to believe. Um, Yeah, man, this is a, this was crazy. This was a, a crazy weekend in regards to uh, the news that we got. So uh, as Kendall said, and I think we all agree, Shamari said as well, I mean, the Marvel stuff is the biggest stuff. We're going to start the show there. So... Uh, Marvel President Kevin Feige uh, announced the company's plans for its uh, phase four of movies and now television, as we see, which I thought was really, that was honestly one of the most jarring things about that presentation, which obviously we weren't there at, but we saw the details and the information coming out of it was that they really presented these TV shows like they were movies, like like they are, they are every bit as much of the MCU as these movies are, and, and you get the feeling that they're going to get the same kind of appreciation and same kind of attention um, whereas that obviously hasn't been the case with the Netflix series. As mm-hmm. great as they've been, some of them, especially Daredevil, like, you know, they've definitely been like this redhead stepkids on the other side, you know, that the that the hipster Marvel fans really paid attention to, but not necessarily everybody else. Same thing with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's not the case with these shows. These shows are every bit as much part uh, yeah, of Phase that, 4 and what's uh, happening in MCU um, as any of these other movies that they announced. Yeah, and that, that's something that goes back to, you know, even when me and Shamar have been doing Imperial Broadcast, and what they, the way they treat the Mandalorian, and the amount of money they put into it, and the amount of time they spent hyping it up, that you know Marvel seems to be taking the same strategy. And I mean, when you think about it in terms of content, if they put the same type of budget, which it sounds like they they're doing for the Disney Plus series um, across Disney, um, then it's a if this is what six seven episodes. They I don't know if they even, I think it was supposed to be seven episodes, but if this is seven episodes then it's a seven episode that's a seven hour movie you know what i mean so mm-hmm. from that from that uh perspective um however long it is i don't know if it's been officially announced but yeah um but that that's that's a lot of content yeah yeah and it also it, it it affects how these other shows these netflix shows and agents of shield it affects how they 
do their shows as well. Because I was watching uh, Agents of Shield. They were speaking with IGN, and because they were at San Diego Comic Con as well, and uh, they were talked about. They asked him like, so what was the deal with uh, what with uh, the next season being the last one? Um, and I think it was uh, uh, Jeff Loeb who said, "Listen, we want to go out on our own terms." Mm. You know, I think especially after having seen this panel, like, listen, those shows they would not have been kept on the air. There's no way. No, uh, yeah, yeah, they would have canned those shows, <laughs> you know, completely. Um, so I think it makes sense that they would they would say, "Listen, no, with these shows on the horizon, we're gonna end it here." I think this really is kind of the end of of all these other uh, these Netflix and. Well, yeah, I mean Netflix those, and the non the, the yeah, non Marvel the, the non Marvel studios. I mean, I don't know what the future is for the Runaways or Clover. We know they're bringing in Ghost Rider, right? Uh, right. Hellstrom, right? Right. So, I mean, I don't know what the future is for Cloak and Dagger or or uh, or um, uh, Runaways, but I think this uh, this seems to be the future for Marvel TV. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think that you know, there's going to be, and you know, clearly they have some deal with Hulu. Where I think that's why yeah, I, I tend yeah, to think that I, yeah, something like know. Runaways. I don't know how many seasons that has, period. But I think that right. I don't think that they're going to be necessarily as affected by this because Marvel seems to be in good terms with the Hulu stuff. Right. They were not in good terms with the Netflix people, and that's right. why this is yeah. ending how it is. They were not in good terms with the ABC people, which is why this is, uh, Agent Shield's ending the way it ended. So, um, but the those shows will now take credence over everything, as I said, because they're going to be right involved. So let's get down to. This slate, which we talked about, I don't know, I feel like that word has been like a magic word on this podcast. You know, will we get a slate? Will we not get a slate? Who's dropping a slate? When are we going to get a slate? Will there be a slate? Uh, we got our answer. And that Marvel, clearly listening to all the people asking these same question, they gave us a full slate phase for four. what Phase 4 is. And um, it's, it includes, again, not only movies but television shows. Uh, running down the list real quickly, then we'll break them down. Black Widow in May of 2020. Falcon Winter Soldier in fall 2020. The Eternals, or just Marvel's Eternals, in uh, November 2020. Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten of the Ten Rings in February 2021. WandaVision uh, in spring of 2021. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness in 20- May of 2021. Loki in the spring of 2021. What If uh, in the summer of 2021. And uh, Thor, Love and Thunder in November of 2021. They also announced that uh, Mahershala Ali will be playing Blade in Mar- under Marvel Studios. When that's happening, we don't know. I don't anticipate that being part of this Phase Four, but uh, but that is something that that is now yeah. confirmed and official. Yeah, Feige, he said because at first when when I first interpreted this, because you know he gave you know the little nod at the end. Oh, we didn't have time for Black Panther or Fantastic Four or Captain Marvel uh, or anything else, but. Um, I thought, are those also... Because this Phase 4 seems kind of light. You know, seems like, yeah. because there are those TV shows, there are only, like, what, five movies? If I'm not yeah, mistaken, movie, yeah, my there are five movies. Correct? There's yeah, only Black five Widow, movies. Eternals, Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, and Thor. So, obviously, it seems light for a whole Marvel phase. Uh, when you include the TV shows, it becomes, or the, the Disney Plus series, becomes more like a regular phase. But, um, he said that's Phase, phase that's phase 4. Yeah. That's it. There is nothing else. Um, he said things can change. Like he didn't specifically reference, but he was like things changed in the last one. Like there's no Inhumans, but um, so there there could be a change. But he said that's Phase Four. There is there's nothing else that's going to be added. And Phase Four under that you know idea would be only just two years. It's only two years. Yep. Um, 
I, it's funny because like on a certain the surface, like I said before, I, like you know on the surface, yes, it is kind of surprising that like phase four for them is so short. But hearing Feige's comment and then, like I said before, how it seems like these television shows are such a big deal. It'll probably four, feel. Longer. I think I think that this makes sense uh, because in Feige's comments about you know what does Phase Four represent the fact that there aren't any Avenger uh, Avengers movies in Phase Four, which I think this is the first time there will be a phase that doesn't have an Avenger movie. He said that this phase is really about new beginnings and really about uh, about the future. That this is it's very much a, a bit about a, a restart. You know, and, and that, you know, obviously an Avengers movie really wouldn't fit into that. So when I see all this stuff we have is going to present something extremely new and different. I mean, Black Widow, prequel. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, we have a new Captain America. Um, Eternals, new characters. Shang-Chi, new characters. WandaVision, um, characters we know, but on a TV scale, that presents a difference. Uh Doctor Strange in the multi multiverse of madness. Apparently, that's going to be horror. So, uh, Loki. Who knows what that's going to bring? But it's going to be different than what we've seen because we know what Loki has been through since uh, the start of Avengers: Infinity War. He's been killed. Uh, he took away the Tesseract in, <laughs> in uh, the last movie. So, who knows what we're going to see there? Um, and Thor: uh, Love and Thunder. Of course, uh, we have Jane Foster as Thor. Um, what if is uh, you know a story where that could be about anything because they they're just making what if uh, kind of a alternate storyline to what they've done. So that leaves uh, you know that to me this whole all of what I saw all represented something extremely new and different. And Hawkeye I didn't uh, list in there for some reason. Also in there we have Kate Bishop. So there's a lot of, of, of new things happening. I think this phase is really supposed to kind of set up what the Marvel universe really looks like. Going into Phase Five, I think by Phase Five we'll have an established idea of what we're looking at, but we won't know uh, until we get kind of these stories that are told. Is it surprising, Shamari, that like we have no Black Panther, no Captain Marvel, um, no Guardians Three in Phase Four? I just assumed those were Phase Four. James Gunn commented real quickly. Gunn commented basically saying that I'm busy. (laughs) He tweeted, "Someone tweeted, why? Where is Guardians? He's like, I'm doing Suicide Squad." I'll be, I'll be back. Yeah. Um, it is surprising, though. I think in hindsight, maybe it shouldn't be too, too surprising, because Black Panther didn't that come out last year? Yes, it came out last year. <laughs> I mean, right. and and this slate is only two years, as EJ said. Yeah, yeah. You know, so for us to already get a sequel, I mean, look, we already have the director, and 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 I'm assuming Bozeman's gonna come back as Black Panther. And we already have you know, know main I heard, character. I heard some rumors. And all right, kind of, all right, kind of. <laughs> But yeah, no, we're not. It is not the day for the unverified Reddit people. Yeah. We got official information. Let's comment on those. But I mean, we have you know a solid basis for it. Um, uh, and uh, you know, EJ just dropped that hot take with, for with regards to Gun and Guardians. But I mean, these are new, especially with Black Panther. These are new. This is a new new uh, title. Same thing applies to Captain Marvel, which I was thinking about as well. Because he mentioned Captain Marvel too as well. And his that happened in his thing story, and that happened this year. You know, so which I, I wasn't even years. expecting to bring out Captain Marvel right. too. Yeah, but um, but uh, I guess I also didn't expect Phase Four to only be two years. So right, I'm probably yeah. where the surprise. Yeah, lies. yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> you know? a surprise as well. All right, I gotta I get my first uh, uh, oh. conspiracy theory EJ hot take out here. About does it involve the scrolls? No, no, no. <laughs> we'll get. I trust me. I'm not the aliens guy with the <laughs> tin, uh, tin foil hat. No, not today. This is more uh, regarding um, 
you know, Kevin Feige, outside of this, we talked about how he mentioned, you know, we had no time for Captain Marvel 2, Black Panther 2, um, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And then the fans really went crazy when he said Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and he said Mutants. Mutants. Um, the when mutants. He, they, he was asked again, what, is that a working title? He said, no, we're just that's just what we're referring to. Anything involving mutants, we're just saying mutants. They don't have a movie yet. Um, in terms of that being the title, though, I, I thought that actually could have been a good title. I thought, yeah, I thought that actually. I yeah. thought that could have been. Kind I started of, going I that with been like kind that of brilliant. Honestly, I was I wasn't for that title. Oh no, I thought that. So, was I, so I'll we'll talk about that. So later. I'm <laughs> glad that's another argument <laughs> for another day, perhaps. But what I, what I do think is happening is while yes, the timing. Shamari makes an excellent point with the timing of it. Just the idea that like these movies just came out. Like, why would we think if it's a two year slate, two year phase that this is gonna be part of it? I think there's still more to it. It's not Maybe. a coincidence that so you the think two lying? movies that we mentioned mostly, most about, or is that, well, particularly Black Panther, I think that there's a, a great chance. It's not a mistake that we have mentioned that movie particularly being linked to X-Men and Fantastic Four. We talked about it on the show. I brought it up that the person of all the directors that work for Marvel that seem to be most ambitious with the characters they want to use is Ryan Coogler. Remember, Black Panther people were saying that they were shooting stuff. That's why this is very weird to me. Because we got the word that Michael B. Jordan was in Black Panther yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, it was like they, they started, like, they were, oh yeah, we did some cool stuff with Michael B. Jordan already. And I'm like, how do you go from we actually shot something to, oh, I'm moving so far away, yeah, we don't got time to talk about that yet. And there was a rumor that this week from, I mean, look, media takeout, it is what it is, you know. Ah, uh, come on, Kevin, stop throwing all this shit. You know, if it is, it is what it is. Media takeout, not exactly Hollywood Reporter, but they were saying that they got a storm. That or you know, they're looking after. They got people two front runners to play storm. Now, look, in Black Panther two. Look, that's my theory as well. Is that why I th- would they come out and say that? I think Coogler wants storm. That's that's just I don't know why I'm I'm just thinking. I think Coogler is telling Feige and whoever else he needs to tell. I want to put storm in my Black Panther two movie. So I think that Feige maybe should be like, well, if you want to do that, you gotta wait. Yeah, we're gonna have to wait because we don't got no mutants in phase two, <laughs> in phase four. Okay, so Coogler's probably like, all right, whatever. I'll do another Creed. And to remind people, Coogler last time wanted Craven the Hunter, and, and they were like, yes, exactly. we don't got Craven the Hunter. Dude, yeah, what are we right. talking about? So like, so to like, me, you have the, you have Craven Hunter money. To me, <laughs> you take that out of your contract. I think that we 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 talked about how we gotta look in order to. Try to have a plan, uh, idea of what's going to happen in the future. It's great to look at what Marvel has done in the past. Marvel introduced Spider-Man in Civil War. Marvel introduced Black Panther in Civil War. Marvel introduced Black Widow in Iron Man. They tend to like to introduce characters um, to new audiences sometimes through other movies. And the, the biggest two were the last two with Black Panther and Spider-Man. And knowing Coogler's thirst for wanting to really expand the Marvel Universe within the Black Panther franchise, and knowing the rumors we heard this week about Storm being in Black Panther and they're trying to figure out who that actress is going to be, I think that there's a good chance that, at the very least, Black Panther is not being talked about because there are mutants in Black Panther. I think there's a chance that there are mutants in Captain Marvel when you consider how the X-Men go cosmic. I I, I really firmly have an opinion here that I, I think that um, that there's something 
that that wasn't an accident. I feel like or that it's weird that you would have the mutants, maybe it's Fantastic as, Four. Or the Fantastic Four. We mentioned how Black Panther and the Fantastic Four make sense. Yeah, Black Panther, really. Fantastic Four, and Captain Marvel would make sense. Like, to me, I looked at the movies that they picked that weren't a part of this slate and then thought about how they connect to X-Men and, and Fantastic Four, and I was like, oh, this makes perfect sense. So, do you guys think that we're going to get mutants in, if if not in these movies, which they could still be in these movies, I think. Or, or in, maybe, in, not, maybe, in, not in, maybe not in, well, maybe not in I, a major I, yeah, aspect. I, Maybe the, you know you're not gonna have Professor X, right, right, right. you know, wheeling himself you're around. Be a Black and, Widow, first scene of Black Widow, <laughs> again, Wolverine. Ch- <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. like I don't think there's gonna be any main characters, but I think you may get either a name I, drop, 100, or a TV, 100%. a TV oh, Easter TV. egg. No, I think starting TV with stuff. Black Widow. I think that was the point. Maybe like I don't know if it'll be Black Widow, but I'll, I'll take that back. But I think starting with Black Widow yeah, going I forward, I think 100. percent The fact that they, it was significant that they that they. Went they, out of their way to name drop Fantastic Four yeah, and, and, and the mutants. mutants. Like, <laughs> yeah. if, if Feige was the same, I don't know what we're going to do with them. We'll see. We just got them. He wouldn't have said that. He would have been like, this is what we got. Don't worry about them. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll ask me about them for the next three years anyway. He went out of their way. He went out of his way to say they're the Fantastic Four movie coming out. Exactly. So that makes <laughs> me think that maybe we won't, like you said, we won't get, like, you know the Fantastic Four in like exactly. Shang Chi, yeah, exactly. you know as like the second the secondary characters. But <laughs> you know I'd be shocked if there weren't post credit scenes. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. Gonna, after after credit scenes, you know, mid, like mid credit major scenes. major major Easter eggs. Yeah, like, I think the full core like press Ant-Man. begins now. I think the full core press begins now. When we got the Ant Man, Spider Man, uh, like Easter egg, that was like right before Civil War. I mean that was like that wasn't like a coincidence that they were, they were like oh we're gonna tease that Spider Man's coming in like it's because they realized it's coming up you know and it was random it wasn't like it was like oh Ant Man and Spider Man are like gonna be linked in any way but they found a way to to tease what's coming up. What was the Ant Man Spider Man thing? I remember uh, what's his name Michael Pena when he was going through like the. The thing he's like he was doing like his storytelling thing. He was like, "There's a guy who crawls up walls or whatever," and people were like, yeah. "Yo, Spider Man." He's like, "I heard there's a guy who crawls up walls." Like so, <laughs> yeah, when he did that out, people were like, "Yo, <laughs> they got him." Yeah, <laughs> Sony. But um, yeah, I I know I, I agree. I we're think, gonna get plenty of that. I think that him even saying Fantastic Four uh, and mutants. Tells me, yeah, no, where we are now. They are officially in in the the MCU, in the MCU, and and what we will see from everything moving forward will be trying to work their way to right. Everything we've seen in the past is working as if they didn't have. Nope, right, exactly. exactly. Avengers, Avengers, and you know, I know there's a the big thing about, uh, you know, maybe in Homecoming the one, two, three, four, being, and maybe it was. I I don't know. Um, (laughs) I'm not gonna look at numbers, and and I, I don't know what that means. Um. I, I, but I think that story wise, story wise, yeah. and I think Easter egg wise, there will be no hints. There will be no. It's gonna be very much in your face that they're right. leading up to that. Right, right, right. Um, but these movies, similar to how they did, not to cut you off, but similar yeah. to how they did in Iron Man. You know, you get Thor's hammer. Right, you know, very yeah, obvious yeah. stuff like that. You know, Captain exactly. America is like yeah. in the in the snow in <laughs> Incredible Hulk. Right, like you know, they're not gonna hide stuff. Yeah, exactly. you know, they're gonna be very obvious with their Easter egg. You might see Wolverine in the background or something, right? Yeah, <laughs> or in a picture, right? Like, yo, that's Wolverine. So I don't know. Yeah, and I think that um, I think that these movies will set up, will set up well for those uh, for those um, 
appearances, honestly, because now uh, you're able to continue to grow the Marvel Universe um, while also being able to introduce something new for Phase 5. I think that they got a nice pocket here to, to do a lot of uh, a really positive work to kind of get a Marvel Universe ready to include such a massive uh, inclusion like the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. In particular. You know, including Shang-Chi, right. getting a new Hawkeye, uh, getting a new Captain America. Like what these, what the, the, the Marvel Universe looks like once we get to those movies, I think we'll, we'll, we'll be more solidified. Than I think if you do it now and it's like, right. it's all chaos, we don't know what to make of it. And in particular, and I don't know if we were going to go through each, each of the, the panels individually, but in particular, I think potentially Doctor Strange. Because his movie, movie is that, based in the multiverse. Yeah, yeah. it's a multi in mul- the multiverse of madness, and it's yeah. like, oh well, all right. I mean, you could just drop everybody in in that movie. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, the multiverse. I mean, we can go wherever. Let's, start with, let's just you want to start with that. Let's just go with that because I mean, I you know, it's the only. I mean, it's 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 one of two May dates, which is the big dates for Marvel. So yeah, those surprise me. So Black yeah. Widow and Star Strange. Last are the, time are, those November, are the was, biggest. For I'm concerned, those are the biggest movies Marvel's doing. It was in November. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. November earlier, so in a movie that did it did well, but yeah, I'm yeah. surprised that they're, they're like we're, to we're we're gonna put it right in the middle of summer. So that tells me a lot, um, you know. And Black Widow even being in that spot for next year Black t- Widow is tells me a lot. I mean, like even Feige's comments saying that you know it's about telling things that you thought you knew about characters that you didn't know, and or things about the universe that you didn't know. She's a scroll. I, I think that I think that there's I don't know about that, but I think that there is going to be uh, a very um, important ramifications for both those movies yeah, and with the multiverse and Doctor Strange, uh, one they're 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 including Elizabeth Olsen in that movie, so yes. we will have Scarlet. They Witch. say it ties yes. into WandaVision, which is coming out in the spring of that. So when, what do they mean by spring? Is it April? Are they giving me only a month to watch WandaVision before I got it? Are they putting me on the clock? I mean, if it's only seven episodes, not I mean, really that tough. I mean, I mean Marvel's really look, changed I the it. game. I mean, not to, you know, I mean, look, guys, sorry if you you hate Marvel and you listen to this podcast. You, yeah, we're, we're Marvelites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, this is gonna, this is the, the wrong podcast for you because I mean, Marvel just gave us so much that this is going to be a very heavily... Uh, yeah, they gave us so much money. You know, we have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hard to, to talk about them in a negative light after everything they've given us. But Marvel's really changing the game with, like, again, so like, you tying, you making the point about WandaVision tying into Doctor Strange. Like, that's kind of, like, unprecedented in movies. By television like, series. You got to watch a television Absolutely. series that then yep. leads up to a movie. I mean, that that's not that's not. I remember, I remember we thought Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, we got to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to know what's going to happen and, and <laughs> to catch up for uh, Winter, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, I remember when I watched Winter Soldier. And and that was, like, a totally different. People were like, you haven't seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? You got one Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I'm like, dang, I got to watch Agents of yeah, S.H.I.E.L.? Yeah, then you watch Winter Soldier. Because like, the it. first season wasn't that great. So I was like, dang, now I have to watch <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.? <laughs> right. I got to watch like 10 episodes <laughs> this week. I'm like, all right. You know, but yeah, they're just going full, full, just full throttle. But this one, that. it seems like the movie will tie into the show. Right. Rather than the show tying into, into the, the movie. movie. Exactly. Mm. So, like, you have to watch the show to get the movie. More than you gotta watch the movie to get the show. Alright, that's where I understand. So, like, that's where this is different. Right, exactly. You know, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you didn't have to watch an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to understand Winter Soldier, versus you have to watch Winter Soldier to get what's happening in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, this is very different in that that sense. I agree. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and and that's gonna be fascinating. I I agree. I think that this is, um, I think a lot of people are kind of been sleeping on the Black Doctor Strange sequel, and I think that 
this will wake a lot of people up. The fact that you're including uh, the multiverse conversation, it, and and to me it, it makes it very clear that when they had they they talked to Sony about including the multiverse conversation in Spider-Man, that that was not just something for like a hoax or anything. I mean, it's something that they really want to explore. It's something that they they touched on a little bit in in Endgame, and I feel like it kind of kind of went under the radar. Like, I thought that that scene with Ancient One was pretty huge. Yeah. And, like, I mean, a lot of things went on the radar. There's a lot in there. <laughs> I'm surprised. There's a lot in there, so yeah. I understand that. But, like, I thought that that was pretty massive, and people kind of didn't take away from it. And then yeah. when we had the whole uh, Mysterio trailer, him talking about the multiverse, everybody, like, lost their minds. Yeah. Rightfully so. But I'm like, I'm like where, where, was that Ancient where was this energy? Yeah, where was the energy during I mean, Ancient One pretty much confirmed all of this. <laughs> right. Now, mm-hmm. Mysterio was a liar, so I kind of paints it kind of interesting. Oh, well, is there or is it not? But I just thought that was weird. Yeah, people are like, this changes the MCU forever. And like, like, to me, Ancient One changed the MCU as soon as she started moving over those lines in the thing. I'm like, well, that changes everything. And then Loki going into the whole thing, that's a new yeah. multiverse. That's a new universe. And therefore making a multiverse. Um, it is wild, not to cut you off, but it is wild yeah. how they're, uh, they're, they're, they're making you, they're just making you get that Disney Plus. Like, if you like the Marvel movies, you have to. You have to. Yep. It's it's smart. It's brilliant business. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant it's, business. It, is, it really is. Because because yeah, like because how many people ha- follow the Marvel movies? Yep. We Marvel and shout out to Marvel and Avengers Endgame. They officially now are the number one uh, grossing movie of all time. They just passed off, passed up Avatar. Uh, <laughs> but like, so think about all the people that watched that movie that, that have been following the story, and now like, essential to the story is like following this app. It's brilliant if you want to make money, Micro, man. Microtransactions, man. It's a uh, <laughs> it's brilliant. video game model. It's it's brilliant money, and, and it's brilliant make, trying to trying to make money, and that's what Marvel is gonna do. Yeah, I, I I'm that's the movie that and Shang Chi are the movies I'm most excited for based on what they set up because of that reason, not for Shang Chi, but for that reason with the multiverse. Mm. And I see me seeing a May 2001 date. I'm like, okay, you're not messing around. What What do you guys think of the the horror aspect? Yeah, I that, when because I first Scott saw the Harrison. logo, I saw the logo. I was like, this looks like it looks like it's like a Halloween gimmick. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like the logo yeah. looks like and, Halloween. And, and they said it was gonna be a scary movie. I was yeah, like, oh, right. Scott Derrickson's like, yeah, I want to go full on horror. Isn't that Scott Derrickson? I'm not. That's his. That's, thing. His, that's his background. That's right? his. That thing. was what they were talking about going into Doctor Strange. Like, and, oh, this is gonna have horror elements. Yeah, and it really wasn't that. Yeah, scary. it wasn't that scary. That's no. what we were expecting. <laughs> we're like, yo, Scott Derrickson's a horror guy. And he said in the panel, he's like. Yo, if I'm gonna, he went to Feige and he was like, if I'm gonna do a sequel, I want to do the stuff that I read in the comics, the crazy, yeah, mind bending wow. stuff that makes Doctor Strange, that attracted me to Doctor Strange. And Feige was like, all right, <laughs> so that's so that's how we yeah, got. Uh, if we that's, have how to. that's how that conversation ended. Yeah, so that's how we got uh, Doctor Strange too, and he said this is supposed to be a more horrific kind of. It's kind of funny, like as much as Kevin Feige, and I'm sure he is a very much a like boss and guy who directs people. I feel like what we learned this weekend is how many people just telling him he wants they want to do stuff and him to be like okay. That's kind of what that's pretty what happened with Blade. Yeah. When Hershaw Ali just called him like after he won an Oscar and he was like, Hey, I'm doing I want to do Blade. And if like, he was like when Hershaw Ali calls you and says he wants to do Blade, you kinda just say, Okay. <laughs> like, what are you, you gonna tell him no? <laughs> like what that opportunity to have Blade and uh, I uh, uh, Academy Award winning Oscar says I wanna do it, you gotta just figure out how to make it work. You got this wrong. story with uh with Derek saying well, you want me to do it. I'm doing what I've read in the comics, which is gonna be way more horror themed for Doctor Strange. He's like, all right, I would Scott Derrickson the Beast. I need him to do my movie. Yeah. I, I gotta make it work. Yep. 
Yeah, so I'm I'm very intrigued. I'm very much looking forward to this. I haven't read as many as as much Doctor Strange comics, though I did see the animated movie, and that was kind of it was a it's kind of a cre- creepy. At times, it got kind of like crazy, right? right and creepy. Right. So I know that that is a Doctor Strange uh, thing. So it, it should be very. I heard that uh, Nightmare is going to be the villain, but uh, where where does that leave Mordo? You know, I'm assuming that's he's still a, also going to be the villain, question. but you know. Is it going to be like he's a secondary villain, or is he, you know, alongside? I mean, I don't know. I kind of we'll wouldn't mind if he was a secondary villain, to be honest. Right. I, the first movie didn't do a whole lot to really move forward his story. Enough to where you think that he could be a better villain. Yeah, you know, yeah, To where, where I feel like if he was a villain, <laughs> a it, could be, it, ally, it could be good, but, but I just feel like it would be a big leap from what right. they gave us. Because if you're going to do the villain that isn't, a power boost or isn't stronger than the other guy, it's got to be a villain, or obviously stronger than the other guy, then it's got to be a villain... With a massive personal villain. Yeah, with a personal story connected to Doctor Strange. Not to say he doesn't, yeah. but it's not to the level that he deserves they didn't develop to be the main enough. villain. Yeah, they didn't develop it you know, like, They didn't earn it. Harry Osborn in the Spider-Man movies, by Spider-Man 3... He wasn't great, but like he had earned. He earned it. They just bought the personal they vendetta. The execution, but he earned it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but he earned it to be to be. He probably should just been the villain. He probably didn't need Venom, but for you know marketing purposes, it was a great idea to have Venom. Oh, and Sandman. For, can't forget about him as well. But <laughs> which is great. Killed Uncle Ben. But um, like those characters, like <laughs> forget about that. Yeah, I know, right? He, I guess he earned the personal that. thing as well. But yeah, like so, I, I assume maybe Nightmare. It might be a little bit of both. Nightmare is the the the. You know, power boost. You know, the the tougher challenge for Doctor Strange, but then there's that personal, you know, villain and Mordo. Mm. I kind of was hoping that they would go with Mephisto. If they were really gonna go full. Uh, yeah, full. If they if they were going line. if they were going real challenge, like I thought they were doing Dormammu, but again, again, yeah, but like he's too strong. You know, like they can't do like Dormammu, like 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 a real Doctor Strange versus Dormammu movie. Right, like for the full, like movie. as a full villain, you know what I mean? Yeah, like because he's too strong, <laughs> you know? Yeah, as they they really ill that he could be like an Avengers villain. Yeah, they illustrated that in the last movie. Do you guys have any concerns about this movie? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, do you have any? I mean, do you have any concern? I mean, I mean, obviously, if there any concern, it would be okay if you're, you're doing a horror theme like. That's gonna very, fit. That's very different than what Marvel has done and Disney has done. Uh, to me, I feel like it's not gonna be rated PG thirteen horror. Yeah. can get very cheesy. So how does that look? How does that work? Um, because I think see, Doctor Strange is one of the characters where I think it could work. This is why maybe I'm not as concerned because you can with the CGI by the time you get to twenty twenty one, CGI and the stuff you can do to make things just look really creepy and really scary yeah, like flying cars like I think that it could work I like like I I think that what we saw I mean the CGI stuff for Spider-Man Far From Home was insane with Mephisto with like with the subway like when like Mysterio I'm sorry I didn't even catch that no with Mysterio uh where uh with the stuff with him going in Spider-Man's head right. and Spider-Man seeing himself and all, right. like that stuff was crazy like and that was true. Horror stuff. And, so if you yeah. did that for a full movie, it made it even strange, darker. Made yeah. it even darker, and still made PG thirteen. I think you could still work, but that's if there's any concern. That's, that's the only concern for me. I it's have. just the other. The first thing that pops in my mind, besides it's a Halloween theme, is the second thing that pops in my mind was when I think multiverse of madness. The first comparison that came to my mind was Legion. I was like, is it going to be too trippy? 
It's going to be too psychedelic, too all over the place. Like, that's what we expected Doctor Strange 1 to be yeah, exactly. in, some, in some regards. And it wasn't. It was pretty easy to follow. Are they going to get too out of hand with the multiverse? He's going in eight different, you know, nine, 20 different, then there's a million different universes that he travels through by the end of the movie. And I'm like, what? Mm. <laughs> we're, back to the, we're back to the start by the end of the movie. I'm like, what just happened? Um, so that's the only concern. But mm. they, they, I had the same concern going into the first one, and it was fine. Yeah. You know? So, I, I mean, I have to trust him. Okay. Yeah, I don't I mean I don't the only thing is that I guess just the horror angle is 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 the thing but uh um it did work. One thing I will say is it worked very well in Shazam. I thought Shazam the villain in particular with the seven deadly sins. I thought that was pretty horrific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um and it worked really well, yeah. surprisingly. Um, I thought they were going to be terrible in, in the same. Right? Yeah, like so. they're going to be very mad villains. They were actually pretty cool. Yeah. So um so yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this one. I expect this movie to have a lot of uh, pulls in the Marvel Universe. I think that we notice that at certain points when there are not Avenger movies around, Marvel likes to do these tentpole movies that has a lot of other characters in them. Um, Civil War, uh, Iron Man 2, some of those movies we look at as pre-Avenger movies, essentially. I think that Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness will be similar, which is why the, the second billing is Scarlet Witch. I don't think that that's not an accent. Like, the fact that your, main, your second building is another Avenger, well, that tells me, all right, this is going to be a tentpole movie where, okay, there's not an Avengers per se, but we'll probably get Avengers maybe in something along those lines or something in 2022, but this will be your kind of tied you over to when we get to Avengers where we'll, we'll really include a lot of the Marvel Universe. So that movie I'm really excited about. Um, the Shang-Chi coming out in February 2021, that was a big deal. We have an actor now for Shang-Chi, Simu Liu. Um... Not know much about him. I've only seen a little bit of his clips in terms of his fighting. Canadian ability. actor. I do not watch Canadian television, so um, can't give you the rundown. But a little bit I've seen, <laughs> I like a little bit of action sequences. A little bit of the acting I've seen. I think that he uh, can definitely be a, a, a believable protagonist. I think he could definitely be a believable martial artist. And those were two grave concerns. Honestly, was can you have someone who is. Uh, believable as a true yeah, protagonist carrying a movie that's yeah. charismatic enough to be uh, uh, the true protagonist of a film and then also be a kick-ass martial artist. Yeah. It just seemed like that. Those guys just are hard to find. Yeah. That's why Bruce Lee's an, an icon. Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, those guys are icons because like, <laughs> you don't find the people like that. Like, yeah. you know, and, and also, to be fair, we say we don't find people. They're not getting the chances, to be fair. Right, right, So right. keep it 100, that's part of it too. Absolutely. But because we haven't seen that, yeah. That's always been a question. It was like, you know, um, will they find someone like that? Like, I think I think as much as I love Jet Li, I don't know if Jet Li ever really fully uh, embraced, embraced being the protagonist, a charismatic character part of it. Right, he right, knew right. his stunt work and his martial arts was in, just insane. Yeah. But I, I think that his, his, and, and he has an unbelievable career and success. But, like, in terms of his potential, I think it was it was somewhat, there was a ceiling there because I don't think he, he never had the charisma of Jackie or Bruce. Right. Um. Obviously, I don't want to say Simu Lee is is Jackie is Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee, but the little bit I've seen, you I hope, do see. Hope that that I do have hope. I have a lot of hope, and yeah. and uh, this being a credible martial artist was going to be very important because you know we saw the problems that Iron Fist had, and it seems like Marvel is taking this very seriously. But when I heard that they were only talking to Chinese American people or Chinese actors, they didn't want anyone that was Asian but not Chinese. That told me okay, they're they're not messing around. So yeah. the casting I like, and we have the Mandarin. 
now in the movie. Yeah, those official, the, the early, the real Mandarin, the early rumors and the early because it started really as speculation, which was yep. amazing. Mm-hmm. It was just someone I, I don't remember where the original. It started with Kevin Feige's Reddit. His Reddit asked me anything when he said, you know, we have the Mandarin coming up, and somebody kind of connected the dots, like, yep. you know, if they don't if they don't do Fu Manchu. As a villain, <laughs> you know, that, which I mean, which sounds, which makes sense yeah. <laughs> for, obvi- for obvious reasons. <laughs> that, I don't think there'll be two people saying, "Oh man, we should got that Fu Manchu and Zhang Chi." Yeah, it's, what a shame, no Fu Manchu. But now we're getting, but then it, maybe it makes sense to if they are going to do the Mandarin at some point, it would make sense doing Shang Chi. Honestly, I find he pretty much spoiled that reveal by do, by saying that because once you connected the dots, we made he it should, pretty yeah, he clear. Should, he should ignore that joint in the. Yeah, sure. He should have ignored that. Like you know, <laughs> he can choose which ones he wants to respond. Yeah, to. it was like uh, it was like uh, people make the joke about how like you know whenever when Tory Lanez went his crazy thing when he was like trying to diss every rapper or whatever and like people were like right. saying who was better than him and it was like how come he keeps like ignoring when people say like J Cole and like Drake <laughs> and he's going to join a Lucas. It's like there's a lot of other names right, in there that yeah. you just <laughs> seen the, just you you were reading the thing. I look at right. you read your read your phone. Yeah, yeah. You ignored a lot of names until you saw Jordan Lucas yeah, and you yeah. picked them and be the guy that you won the battle. Like. <laughs> I feel like Kevin Feige could have, like, you know, kept, kept going on the scroll yeah, a little bit exactly. to help us out. But, yeah, let's talk about Howard the Duck some more. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's amazing how that started from just speculation that he could be the villain to now. To then it became, we were getting, like, character breakdowns that sounded a lot like potentially the Mandarin to now, officially, it is the Mandarin. Yes, I agree. Because it was um, a leap. If you would have told me when this movie got announced mm-hmm. that, oh, I mean, by the way, Mandarin's going to be the villain, I'd be like, what? Like, no way. By the time it was announced yesterday, I was like, "Yeah, it makes sense." Yeah, <laughs> it's just like that that confirm that 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 wonderful confirmation. Like yes. it was, you know, not like a letdown. It was just like, "Yeah, we yeah. here." It's like it's we like made you, it. like your team has the number one pick in the draft, and they draft the guy you expect. <laughs> yeah, like, all, all right. right, we didn't mess up. Yeah, all right, man, we're <laughs> heading in the right direction. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I'm I'm expecting um, action on par, if not beyond what we've seen in some of the best action yeah, films, like Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah. Um, better than maybe Dare, better than Daredevil, better than the Raid, possibly. Wow. I mean, this is Shang Chi. This guy's supposed to be the best martial artist in the world. Yeah, yeah. So we ha- we have to see amazing action. Like I they agree. have no choice. Yeah, they have. I, this no, has to be Simulin, incredible. Simulu has the athleticism. Yeah, this has to be literally incredible. Some of the best we've ever seen in terms of martial arts on film. And this is Marvel Studios. This is one of the biggest movie studios in the world. Yeah. At this, at this point. point, I think it is. But that's a whole other conversation we can get to later. So, <laughs> I mean, like, at this point, it's like, this is going to be something, this is going to be musty television if you're if you're a fan of martial arts movies. And, I mean, this guy, Simu Liu, is, uh, first of all, he's cut up. Oh, yeah, he's And right. he is, like, in amazing shape. And he's extremely enthusiastic and charismatic, having having seen him, yeah, uh, on actually on stage in the clips that were revealed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's, he's, he's a very excited, he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. He seems very excited to do the show, and he is, uh, or do the movie rather. And uh, yeah, I mean, I he just seems super stoked, and he's very into the 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 role, the spotlight. I think this is gonna be. A complete, complete success. Yeah, it's funny seeing his uh, tweet. He tweeted uh, Marvel in 2018 in December. Right. He was like, "Hey, Marvel, you doing Shang Chi? Give me a call." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and at that day, he tweeted, hey, "Thanks for taking my call." Yeah. He tweeted. Um, there was an article from somebody, like one of these outlets, like like maybe like two, three weeks ago. It was like, you know, Doctor Marvel looking for a Chinese American 
to be in Doctor Strange too, and he tweeted like 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 a like blank face emoji, just like at that tweet. <laughs> and like now we see like I don't he probably didn't know that he's gonna be Shang Chi, but he probably realized like that's not for Doctor Strange too. Like mm. probably really, he probably knew that was for Shang Chi, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just yeah. called him out like nope. <laughs> yeah, but couldn't say anything. He's like the fake news media. They said he. Yeah. They said you know he screen tested on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that's got great. To, got, got the role, role on, on, Tuesday. on Tuesday, and yeah. then yeah. had to go fly to San Diego. Yeah, like, that's. But like, as funny as crazy that story is, and such, I mean, the, to me, the the, the Lou story is, is is awesome, but it, it's similar to what we heard about Holland. Holland yeah. kind of the same thing. It was like they they needed Spider Man because they got the rights immediately. They had a couple kids do a test. He was the best with Robert Downey. They're like, all right, you're in the movie. That, that's <laughs> like imagine being like an unknown actor last, last week. And like, you're thrust into being Spider-Man. Yeah, and right for, you know, Lou, you know, Shang-Chi might be well-known. He will be a household name by the time this movie comes out. Yeah, right. last like, week, me Imagine Shmari, being, having that spotlight thrown onto you in, like, a couple of days. Like, that's got to be insane. Yeah, yeah. La- last week, me and Shamari did, uh, when we did Hero Talk, like, Justin Kroll had said that they were going to go the Discovery route with Shang-Chi. Like, they weren't mm-hmm. going to... They, you know, they were looking at names, but they weren't going after A-listers. Just, they were going to find the perfect... It's hard. Yeah, honestly, oof. what A-list actor could play <laughs> yeah, Is, is Jack, Jackie Chan coming out to play Shang-Chi? <laughs> yeah, I put him in the Would that make scene. any sense? <laughs> are we, are we doing the, the de-aging? We're doing the... That would be wild. We're just going the, the Dark Knight Returns route. Oh, the old Shang-Chi. The old Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi is old. back. Yeah. <laughs> Hank Pym. Him and Hank Pym were friends back in the day. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, this is going to be very exciting. Um, like EJ said, uh, Simu Lu is going to be a, a household name. Um, it seems like he's going to be able to handle it. Some, I mean, so we far, also, we also so thought, he's been you great. know, we also thought the, the Star Wars people would be able to handle it, and it, it's certainly been a burden on them. But as we talked about in the Imperial Broadcast, the Star Wars community is, is, is a little tougher than most. So Yeah, a little I, more problematic. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if uh, he'll have quite that level of heat. And scrutiny, but I mean, even Finn Jones had to deal with a lot of it. He wasn't yeah. good, at least from a you know athleticism perspective. Some people even say an acting perspective, but like uh, you know, he, he's gonna have to deal with that. You know, Tom Holland has dealt with very little pushback, so it's been great. But um, he dealt with a little bit, though. I mean, it's not been it's 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 like the under. I mean, of course, it's not you know any racism based, but there are those <laughs> people who feel like you know he's he's not McGuire, he's not. Garland. Garland has a huge... Or Garfield. Garfield, I'm sorry. Gar- Garfield has a huge fan base that still is very... They're not huge. They're very loud. You can find really? them. Yeah, at least on social yeah. media. You can find them or on the internet. They're out there. Yeah. And they talk about how much they do not like Tom Holland. Some one of, some of the most... I follow one of the most popular Spider-Man Instagram accounts, and it, the guy's a pure Holland hater, which is <laughs> insane to me. But, like, they are, they're out there. Yeah. So, um... And Holland, as you know, he's still getting shot. Obviously, he has been as loud the, those calls as it were for the, the Star Wars people. And Lou will deal with uh, some of that. But again, he seems like a really good dude, just just on a, just a human level. Yeah, and he's funny. Like he he's a comedian as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, so Which is, I think him and pairing him with Aquafina, uh, who's also in the movie, I think that's gonna work really well. Right, I think know? so too. Yep. So that's that's the movie uh, we're super excited about. We got to see the Eternals cast in full. No Millie Bobby Brown. No <laughs> Keanu Reeves. She was not there. Neither was Keanu Reeves. That's kind of a look, and that's one of those situations where Eternals and Marvel—they weren't the ones that were reporting this stuff. But this was kind of, I think, probably the biggest letdown panel 
of the Marvel panel. The biggest letdown segment. Well, the Marvel panel, but the, 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 big, the, the biggest it, letdown it, in the panel. Yeah, the biggest letdown segment of the Marvel panel was the Eternals. Because they didn't give us what people thought they were getting, which is Millie Bobby Brown and Keanu Reeves. And so it's kind of, it's, again, it's not their fault because they didn't say they were, <laughs> they were getting them. But, you know, the sense I've gotten online and even for myself is that, you know, I mean, yeah, we knew we were getting Angelina Jolie, but the the list of names that they were talking about playing some of these characters didn't come out that way. They seemed to go the discovery route with this movie as well. Yeah, I can't. Which, but I can't really say that. I, I, I can't. I can't say that. They, Selma they, Hayek and, uh, and, and, and 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 Brian uh, Tyree Henry, like that's not really discovery to me. Those are massive names. I mean, Selma I mean, Hayek's a yeah, massive Hayek, name. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, and uh, I forget the uh, uh, that guy. Man. No, the um. Uh, oh, Kumail. Kumail. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, a yeah, and then Johnny. Yeah, Kumail and Johnny. He's, he's one of the biggest Indian, Indian actors we have in Hollywood. Arguably the biggest Indian Indian actor that's in Hollywood today. I mean, and of course, Angelina Jolie speaks for itself. I mean, I think this is a pretty. I think this is pretty stacked. Personally. I think it is too. I, I think and, obviously, I mean, if you add. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, if you add right. Millie Bobby then Brown to counter Reeves, like then it's just like a right. But, I, but I, think, I think I agree, and I know that there are all those people that are like, "Oh, where's?" I'm like, "How many big stars do you want?" <laughs> a lot of big stars in there. Rob Stark's in the movie. <laughs> Come on, like, yeah. that, like that's not a small cast. That's a yeah. big deal. And um, I mean, you got uh, and you have the first um, uh, deaf superhero. You got Lauren Ridloff. Yeah, so yeah, uh, which is which I think is pretty significant as well. Um. Uh, it just so, seems like we talked about, like, like this cast next to Guardians. It's it's not like the Guardians level where Guardians had like multiple A listers. This one, it's got Jolie. Yeah, but honestly, and like Hayek. Right. But outside of that, like none of them are household names. Yeah, but I like this though because it's like it's right underneath. It's underneath that level of you're just grabbing star talent. Right. right for the sake right. of grabbing star talent, right. this is you're getting talent. But it's not like you're just getting big names for the sake of getting right. big names. We'll see but how they have we, enough you know, big names. I think they have enough big names. That's the question. We'll see I think how we're this affects. Is, yeah. is we we all awesome. agreed that they had to bring big names in order to attract people because that's right. what they did with Guardians and it worked. I would agree to Kendall that just taking Guardians. I'm not doing Guardians now. I'm taking Guardians in 2015, whatever the year was when we first right. got Guardians. How does this team compare to that team? I would say it's probably a notch below in terms of pure star power, though it's close. I don't think it's as far as maybe Kendall makes it, makes it out to be. But I, I think the question will be, will it hurt? I think that Guardians helped themselves because they had extremely recognizable faces and, and recognizable uh, voices, even though the voices they weren't playing themselves, they were voices that you, when you hear Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper in the playing voices in the movie, that brings more people out to see them. Um, will they be able to, will this hurt them in any way. I don't think it will because I think these are still huge names. Mm-hmm. I think they still got big actors. It's just not... They missed out on two huge ones that would also have added... The to way them. I look at it, like, for me personally, like, you know, I like, if I, if I weren't a Marvel fan or, like, a person that sees every Marvel movie, this cast wouldn't make me go see it. This cast wouldn't be like, oh, this is going to be crazy. I, you know, like, if this were... Sure. So that's where I say... If they brought in Keanu Reeves, heads? if they put Keanu Reeves and Millie Bobby Brown in there, and even if I was like a, a, a casual Marvel fan, I might have to be like, all right, so they got like 
A list. They're probably putting mad money into this. Like this See, might be but, pretty crazy. And Angela Jolie's bigger than she is. I'm not. I'm not debating that. But that's one person. Right. But the power of one is equal to the power of three or four. And and honestly, I don't think this is gonna be the kind that kind of movie where it's just the faces. And then it's just that's the reason you're the gonna story. see the story. Yeah, yeah. Because they said, uh, Feige said he's like this is, and and I feel like this is very telling. He's like this is Kirby's vision brought on screen, which I think that's what they're going for with this movie. Which in a trailer I think is gonna bring people to see this movie because Kirby's vision. And I follow Jack Jack Kirby art page on Instagram. Yeah, right. it's crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it's so like all bananas all over the place. Like and if they're going for this in this movie, that's gonna be incredible. That's honestly what I'm most excited for with regards right. to this Eternals movie. It's not so much the actors and actresses. It's what what the vision yeah. of what they're trying to bring to the screen on this, in this movie. So, I'm, I mean, I'm hopeful. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that we're going to see that. This going to be – it's going to – this is this continues, I think, to be Marvel's most intriguing project. Yes, yeah, this is a case study. <laughs> this is oh, the yeah. absolute case study, just like Guardians was when they announced Guardians. Everything about it seemed weird. Yeah, it was completely yeah. outside. And I think that no one really was ever sold until you saw the trailer. Yeah. So absolutely. Kendall has will there be th- people will I, have I've questions, been, I've and been, uh, I think they won't be sold until they actually see the trailer. I've been confident that they were going to utilize Thanos pretty heavily in this movie at some, on some level, even if he's not in it, like you know, the entire movie that they would tell you that Thanos is in the movie, or something related to Thanos is in the movie. They haven't done that so far. We'll see if that, if, we'll see if that plays a role. I was, I was gonna ask, just as a bigger question, before we move on to the next movie, um, uh, do, do we think, Thanos, will we see Thanos in this phase at all? Well, if we did, like I said, I think it would be an internal. I think it would only, well, I think Eternals and Doctor Strange are the spots where I can see him appearing. Right. I don't and see I guess Black Widow's a, 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 sequel, a prequel, so yeah. I, I where does he make it? I think it's yeah. more contained. Right. Right. I don't yeah. think I expect <laughs> that to go too far. <laughs> Those would be the only movies I can see that from possibly appearing. He's yeah. like, you know, I think I don't think you're gonna. I mean, we already kind of. He kind of is a what if, so I don't think you need him in a what if. Like, like you're already done. You've done multiple scenarios. Like with to me, Avengers Endgame <laughs> is what if. Like yeah. it's it's he won, so then it's the so I don't think you need to now go into another uh, another alternative future for Thanos. So we've seen them all at this point. So okay, so I I would say that I my get my answer would be no, but if there was a chance we would see him, I think it would be in Doctor Strange, probably the the biggest chance. Yeah, I agree with that. Um. The other movie we have on here we haven't mentioned, which was I think another real shocker, was uh, well we've got to talk about Black Widow in a minute too. But Thor: uh, Love and Thunder, no pun intended, it being shocking. Um, we heard about this movie earlier in the week. Earlier in the week, I'm sure Kevin Feige wanted to punch a wall when he heard that that news got out. I'm sure he couldn't. He couldn't have been happy about that. Yeah, because that would have been a huge shock. Yeah, Few nobody announced that off the rip. Yep. I would have been like, whoa. Yeah, shout out to whoever reported that. They had a really good source yeah. um, to get that mo- news right before uh, so Comic-Con. probably somebody re- connected to YTD. Like uh-huh. an agent, a manager. Yeah, probably. Or it could have been Natalie Portman. Like, yeah, that's, was probably, that's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it was probably, but somebody, it was an agency probably. That, yeah. You know. So it wasn't, it could have been happy about that. But uh, it, they did announce Thor, Love and Thunder is coming out. I'm not crazy about that name on the surface. 
It's a little weird. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. But I, I think it'll be, it could be very relevant. But yeah, I mean, I like the name because I feel like that's very Taika. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I'm digging it. Uh, I'm very much digging this thing. This movie is going to be extremely monumental because it's going to mark the return of Natalie Portman in the MCU as Jane Foster. And it's going to mark uh, her debut as the Mighty Thor. Yes. Right. Which is... I thought uh, it was a joke at first. When, when I, I when saw I people that. saying that, I just... I couldn't believe it. I had to, like, refresh it, like, a couple of times to, like, get the punchline. <laughs> and then, like, I realized, like, oh, no, like, <laughs> this is, they're actually doing the storyline. And Mighty Thor, if you haven't read the storyline, um, I've read her part... I've read stories involving uh, Jane Foster's Thor, but I've never read the Mighty Thor storylines. So I can't, unfortunately, give you any insight of what... Uh, how good it is, but right, right. the story centers around uh, Jane Foster becoming worthy of the hammer while she's uh, battling cancer. Yes, and when she's not Thor, she's mm-hmm. a cancer patient, and when she becomes the mighty Thor, she is you know as powerful as anyone. And uh, this that story is inspiration for Taika Waititi's movie, so that's really going to be fascinating on a lot of levels. Um, there are some people who have said that they're not really all that thrilled that Natalie Portman's back. She has not been one. We talked about picking the right people to embrace being in that spotlight. Portman has not embraced being part of the MCU at all. Yeah, I mean, let's keep it one hundred. Yeah, she yeah. was she she mm-hmm. never seemed to really get over um, Patty Jenkins being off of uh, Dark Dark World. Once that happened, she put in a lackluster performance, and pretty much every time they she was asked about it, she was like, "I have no future in the MCU. Don't talk to me about Marvel." So yeah, honestly, I think what's fascinating is how did they come to this? Yeah, I, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan of this. You're not a huge fan. Not from like a story mm-hmm. perspective. They only tell the story. They don't tell it. But I, from the what you mentioned with like, you know, Natalie Portman, like bringing her back now, like it does feel like she's just jumping. They back didn't even the give game. her. A, they brought her back in the Endgame. She didn't get a line in the movie. Yeah, like it, it feels like she's jumping on the bandwagon. Like mm-hmm. oh, Marvel's Marvel's hot again. You know, I might as well. You know, and it's not fair to her because she was in the initial, you know, she's one of the OGs. So it's like, you know, it's not as if she's like, oh, like Angelina Jolie, like, oh, this, right. is, this is a real movie. I can do it. <laughs> but, you know, it's still kind of like, I mean, you, you, you scoffed at, at these movies the last, like, you know, five years. And you were part of them. Yeah. And now you want to come back? Mm. People are salty about it. And yeah. I, I, and I, I, I get know? it. And it's not as if she was the best character be, to begin with. And that's you know, part it's of not like we're bringing back. You know, Red Skull or, or Phil Coulson. Yeah, we're not bringing back Phil Coulson or, uh, you know, Samuel. We're not doing a Nick Fury movie. Like, I mean, Jane Foster was one of the more forgettable characters in the MCU. Uh, that was the main character. So, I mean, it is what it this, is. We'll this, see what this, the story. This, this, is. this was the most know. controversial thing. I it better have a lot of it. Yeah, that's all. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. When it, I mean, when it comes to me, like, I feel like it kind of is what it is. Like, like, uh, I mean, having seen the the, the clip, I mean, she seemed. You know, happy to be there. Seems to have a decent relationship with Taika. Seems to have a good relationship with Chris, of course. Um, uh, and like, I mean, it comes to her her relationship with the MCU. I mean, eh, I don't know. I mean, at some point, maybe she didn't want to be a part of the MCU. And I mean, I I feel like that's totally fine. Um, maybe I mean, it was she was being honest. It might about have been it. a mutual thing. Both yeah, sides. maybe a mutual thing. Maybe she's like, look, you know what, the MCU, it is what it is. I'm not a part of it. You know, and she wasn't really a part of it going forward, and 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 uh, you know, uh, either way, 
I don't have any issue with seeing her in this movie. You know, I don't think it doesn't take anything away from from the character. I'm very much looking forward to it because I feel like it's consistent. I would have had I would have very much had an issue if they recast. Personally. I, I I would have I, I would have had an issue with that as well. But for me, like if we were doing this route of like a female Thor, I would have just like been like yo Valkyrie, you're the new Thor or something like that. Does that uh, not though minimize? Because that's that's been that's kind of been Valkyrie's. In the comic books, I think that's kind of been her Achilles heel as a character. It's just been like we've always viewed her as a female Thor. So when they made someone else Thor, I think it kind of gave her a sense of independence. And they've made this Valkyrie um, much different than the comic books. So you want to go back down that path. I, I'm, I'm glad they didn't. They already made her the you know the queen of Asgard, of new Asgard at least. Right. Like, how much further are you going to go down that she's the new I, Thor? I just think that, I don't know. I just don't like the optics of, like, we introduce... We introduce Valkyrie in the third one. As a she's a beloved character that and now we, is confirmed to be LGBT. And then we now. bring back Jane Foster to be the title character. And kinda, you know. Like I I feel like I, mean, I feel we like we're mean, kinda we like how we're movie... not docking Tessa Thompson, but like <laughs> if the movie was a Valkyrie movie, I think it would be called Valkyrie, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like she's still gonna be the secondary character, whereas you know, if she were Thor in this Thor movie, maybe Jane Foster becomes Valkyrie. It could be the same story, and it wouldn't make as much sense. But like, sense. <laughs> I, I would be. I, but like, from just a, just, just a movie making optics perspective, I just don't like, you know, Tessa Thompson being. You feel like Tessa Thompson uh, earned earned, got, got, earned got a higher gypped, billing, you know, and for Natalie Portman to come out of nowhere. For Natalie Portman to come out of nowhere to be the star again. I'm like, I mean, look, Tessa Thompson will be in the movie probably plenty, but yeah, I mean, she she was announced with the cast as third billing, you know. which was probably close to where she was before, right? And uh, behind Ragnarok. Ruffalo, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I could like again, I don't mind it because I I don't I don't want to see Valkyrie Thor. If you're gonna do the Mighty Thor storyline, which I'm fine with, it's a it's by every account a great storyline. Um, that Jane Foster character in the comics is is that that I've read, um, is very awesome. It's really good. Uh, I would l- be interested in seeing how they would have that play out. Uh, I think the issue everyone has is 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 just they got an actress who just seen who acted uninterested in being a part of this this world. I mean, you know, right. say what you want about like movies and whatever. Like, like we are all. It's kind of like we're all a family when it comes to following these movies and stuff. So you have someone act so disinterested and disengaged. Um, people who, and it wasn't just like the people who disliked her, it was the people who actually wanted to see Jane Foster return and her to act the way she did. I think for those people, it was just like, wait, now we're bringing her back? Um, I right. don't know, like it just seemed, and even the way, you know, I think I think Marvel, in some of the lines they've put in these Thor movies and in Avengers Endgame, I think they've thrown slick shots at her. In yeah. movies. I think they, I think they, I mean, to me, that's how I'm interpreting The way Thor has kind of dismissed her character. Every time <laughs> she's mentioned post their breakup, which we never saw, I feel like it's been kind of slick shots at, at 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 Natalie Portman. So it's shocking that to me this is shocking that this happened. Um, Natalie Portman's acting ability I don't think can be questioned. To me, I think that she could do anything. So don't she kind of she kind of becomes she kind of to me she kind of becomes like like I don't want to say like a Demarcus Cousins type, but to me she's like I mean like, she's a talent to do anything because she pulled this off. Yes, one hundred percent. But will she? Will she be motivated? Will she be fully invested? After to me, there had to be some kind of bad blood that 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 
boil over the last few yeah. years. What was look, he with that I, I think I think, she clearly, I think they told her, look, you're gonna be Thor. You're gonna be the main character. Here's a like, lot of here's a lot of money. Yeah, you know, and I think she realized like, I mean, being the title character in a Marvel movie, I'm not just the love interest. Like that 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 that's a bigger role. That and it's got, it's, I mean, Marvel's a bigger place playing than Playing a superhero who then also is a is a dying cancer patient is just way more challenging as an actor too. Like that yeah, could have been that's the story they tell. That could have been something that if they're that's what they're doing. I mean that I could see her someone who was Black Swan, I could see someone being her being like, Okay. That's that's that that's not just Danzel in distress. That's a lot. But it could be a challenge for her that she would be uh encouraged by. But again, to me, she's almost like I guess she's like that athlete who, like you say, hey, if their head's right, you know, they, <laughs> they could they they could average thirty. I think she's kind of that way for me. Is that like if she's motivated, invested, and in, and in, in, you know, um, believes in the direction, like she she flat out just did not believe in whoever that the last director was in Dark World. When Patty Jenkins left, she was furious. She made it very public through her you know through her sources that she was furious about that and didn't want to return. Um, that she looks very smart. Today, for being like that, it doesn't mean that she should have put the performance she put out and been so dismissive. But in terms of creative, yes, Marvel was absolutely probably stupid to leave, let Patty Jenkins walk over creative differences. Um, but as Shamari knows, Taika is extremely well respected. I feel like, I feel like in terms of how this could have happened, I think that Taika drove this. I think, I think that this is no, I don't think this is any way something that Feige came up with or anyone in the Marvel studio. Brain trust came up with. Yep. I think this is yeah. Taika saying too creative. This is, a, this is a story not I want Marvel's to do. Not creative, and you have a Jane Foster. Yeah. We got to get it done. And Marvel being like, it's gonna be tough. And him being it's too get outside it done. the box for me to think that Marvel. And he did it. Yeah, that Feige just yeah. like this was his and, grand plan. And, and that's literally what Feige said on stage. Yeah, he said he's like, listen, I the Jason Aaron comic. It's a story that I've been a fan of. And he said there's only one person that could play that role. And he brought Natalie Portman out on stage. So that's basically how he portrayed the situation was this is a storyline that I'm I'm a big fan of, you know, and and I, you know, I read the comic like you guys, <laughs> and this is what I want to see uh, done for this character. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm in complete agreement. I think that is what happened. Um, the last movie before we just touch on the shows was Black Widow, which uh, came out last. Um we have, of course, Scarlett Johansson in the movie. It's confirmed to be a prequel. We also have uh, David Harbour. Harbour as a uh, with Red Guardian. Um, he's Alexi, right? They said he's Alexi. So they introduced that, him as Alexi, which suggests that he perhaps is Red Guardian. Um, we have Yelena, which suggests Yelena. by Catherine Pugh, Florence Pugh, yeah, Florence Lawrence Pugh, sorry, um, Florence Pugh. She, she, that's the second Black Widow. Yeah, if you go on Yelena <laughs> Belova, interesting. They both those people they didn't do last names but tying the dots of who they could be that makes sense uh apparently there was some footage i didn't see it um there are descriptions out there i did a lot of i did a lot of a lot of uh google searching uh legally haven't seen it (laughs) i've not not found it i've not seen any leaks uh good great you know it's great for disney (laughs) but what 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 do we what do we make of of what we heard uh in in a little bit of the, the the stuff we learned from Black Widow. I'm very excited. Um, I'm very, very excited for Black Widow. I have a lot of faith in this movie. Um, I feel like the way they're approaching the story is how you would need to approach this story and in, in tying the dots to in all together the dots together for uh, this character. 
um, you know, finally giving her a chance to shine and making her seem like a whole person. Uh, so it really seems like they're trying to tell a character story. Is, is a, like a real character piece. Um, and and this isn't necessarily to throw shade at any of the other solo movies, but it's going to be different from a movie like Thor, where it's just a kind of a fish out of water, you know, kind of thing, where it's like, oh, Thor's on Earth, and you know, how's Thor gonna get his power, get you know, back to Asgard, and and you know, he has to fight the Destroyer and all this other stuff, and it's like, no, this is a character study <laughs> yeah. for this. Uh, character which i think is a very is a very deep dive into natasha romanoff and i think that is really really cool um and then you have all these great actors and characters to go along with it i am i am extremely extremely excited uh to see this movie brought to life and the director they brought the director on as well and she seems very invested in this story Mm -hmm. she seems very um very interested in exploring this character as well so I am, uh, yes, I am definitely on board. I'm very, very excited to see what they do with this. Where are you going? Um, Black Widow, it's not number one on my list of most excited, most uh, oh, yeah. anticipated Marvel movies. I highly doubt it's anybody number one. <laughs> Unless you're a Black Widow stan. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know. But um, I still have to see a trailer, honestly. Mm. You know, I still, I mean, apparently Taskmaster was crazy. People were saying, like, He's mimicking. He was mimicking Natasha's moves in the trailer. That's wild. Like you know, like he, he's legit Taskmaster. So that should be. That, that's what I want to see, and that certainly is, is exciting. But from a story perspective, I still don't like. I said this when we talked about it before, but I still don't like this. We're doing a, a prequel taking place after Civil War. That just takes me out of it a little bit. They gotta really sell me on why why I care about this t- this point in the Black Widow story. Dang. You know, if they would have told me this is pre. Iron Man two, then you got me. I want to see what's happening. But pre like post Iron Man two, but pre Civil War, post Avengers. I mean, I don't even remember what was happening. I gotta like go back and watch the movies before, you know, before Civil War. Um, but regardless, um, I I am very interested though to see like what what the story is because you know Marvel has you know it's very rare that they've told lame stories. It's not, it's not impossible, but it's very rare. So um, there is something, and most most of the time I've doubted them. They've come out strong with something that I wasn't expecting. Um, so I expect that this will be a similar case, but uh, I just haven't seen it yet. Haven't heard anything yet. Taskmaster is a good start. It's, too good, it's a good start, but, like, the timeline, you know, time period, I should say, uh, for me is a, uh, it's a concern. I mean the time the time thing is gonna be. They did say we're in Budapest, so that's yeah, cool. So um, apparently it's after Civil War. I mean the time the time thing is uh is is gotta be the, the question about this movie is how do you do a movie that's in the past and it, it make me and not even that like far in the past and how do you make that um, relevant? I think that they will find a way to do that. I, I think that this movie will will greatly set up why all these other movies are even happening. Right. Um, and, and to me, like... What do, you, what do you mean by that? Something will be revealed that will kind of under, make you understand kind of why these wheels in motion in Marvel are being moved in a certain direction. I feel like the after-credit, post-credit scenes for this movie will be extremely relevant and extremely important. Right. These will not be throwaway scenes. Mm-hmm. And I know it's crazy they will be running to post-credit scene. I think, I think that's going to be something that's going to be led up to with what's happening in this movie. Right. 
And, um, you know, Scarlett Johansson was asked about the movie, and she says that, you know, everything she's been given uh, has been really uh, surprising to her. It was the word she used. It was that, like, it's very surprising stuff that they've been trying to put together. Um, so when, you hear, when I hear something like that, that tells me that this is not going to be just, like, some cookie-cutter Black Widow story. Yeah. Cookie cutter, you know, uh, story. I know, like, they, they definitely do want to tell this Black, that Black Widow story, but I think one thing that's great about Natasha's character is she's seen a lot. And because of, of, of what she's been through, she's kind of a really perfect person to kind of tell the story of other things happening in the Marvel Universe because she's someone, she's a spy at the end of the day. So uh, I think we'll, 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 we'll get enough to make this movie worthwhile. And again, I see a May date for something like uh, for a, a flashback movie that tells me that. This what is, is yeah? What important. is the significance? Cause I don't think it's a coincidence, but what is the significance of this movie taking place? The only movie post Endgame, uh, only movie post Infinity War that takes place pre blip, pre snap, and it's the first movie that we get post Endgame. Well, we got we got Spider Man. Yeah, I guess post first, post Phase Three. First, yeah, first Phase MCU only. Yeah, yeah. With no Sony creative, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't do nothing about that. <laughs> but, um, wait, but like, what? What is like? Is there? Is that? Is that just a coincidence? That like, they're gonna tell a story that, you know, is outside of the the realm of the Thanos. Snap. I think there is. I think that's the reason. I think they're gonna have to flash forward. I would imagine. I think it's part of the reason day. why Feige said that the other movie was still part of Phase Four, Phase Three, three rather. Right, yeah, I think that. I think that that this being before Snap is gonna be important because I think it's gonna. I think the Snap probably interrupted whatever uh, was going on that was gonna lead us to Phase Five. <laughs> that's why. That's why things happening is that. There's there's inner workings that have been going on, and we kind of got hints of that with Spider Man to me. I don't want to say scrolls, but there's stuff that's going on in the Marvel universe. Um, and I think that the snap interrupted all that, but we'll see that there were wheels in motion for what will be the big story. You'd be in vague, man. Because I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It could what be. What are the it, answers, EJ? Because it could, could, obviously it could be scrolls. We all know that secret, secret invasion is the thing that we're all kind of keeping our eye on, but um, there's a secret war but it could, but it could be going anything. on, and I think that it may this, lead to a secret invasion in the MCU. <laughs> but I do think that uh, that we'll understand kind of where everything is going because of this movie. I think. That, I think it's going to be beneficial. I don't think it will be like, oh, we could have just. We could have did without this movie. I think it's gonna tell us a lot. So I agree with you, EJ. Um, also, another thing about this movie, I think honestly, I think that it helps. I, I think this counts for Hawkeye as well, to an extent. Uh, it, I think it actually helps instead of hurts that we've already seen so much of this character. Mm-hmm. I think this could be a, a very, very interesting uh, piece because you get you you can you can do so much. And we've seen so much of this character already that you can... You don't have to waste time. You don't have to waste time. Go, oh, well, this is, you know, introduce them. This is power. This is how they act with other people. No, we already know about this. We don't know who this character is. We're so familiar with this character. So this is just a a deep dive character story, you know, going into her background and her her history and to just the meat and the potatoes of it. 
None of the, oh, this is who she is. This is, no, we know who she is. So we're just going to get this. And then I feel like the same thing is going to happen with Hawkeye um, as well. So so I think that's actually an advantage instead of a disadvantage uh, that this movie has. Speaking of Hawkeye. Speaking of Hawkeye, we should talk about um these TV shows before we uh, move on to the other stuff that happened at Comic-Con. Because believe me, it was more than just <laughs> this Marvel stuff. We can go on forever just about Marvel. But uh, So we got Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, WandaVision, Loki, Hawkeye, and uh, and the What If series. Um, it's it's going to be... It's, it's, again, this is very... Which a, you, this is a fascinating yeah. thing that they're doing with these movies, these shows so directly tying into what they're doing in the big series. W- which of these are we most looking forward to? It's got to be Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's got to be, right? Yeah. They said, Zeno, they said Zeno's got his mask. Zeno's back. He's got the hood. Zeno's back and he has his mask. So if that's the obvious number one, then what's what's the distant two for you guys? To that's me, tough. it's Hawkeye. Uh, yeah, it's Hawkeye. I'm gonna say Wandavision. Mm. I'm gonna say Wandavision. You know, the thing about Wandavision that I think will be interesting is we talked earlier about you know. Well, I guess maybe we'll talk a little bit more about it later about um the Fantastic Four and stuff, and you know, its connection to Black Black Panther two or the X Men potentially, like. That could be a real like X Men related story in some capacity. Like we could get mutant references, we could get Magneto references in that movie, yeah, or in that show, I should say. Um, so that should be very interesting. And then the fact that they say it ties into Doctor Strange, Strange, like I, I have to watch. You know, yeah. Loki is gonna be interesting because, like, it's it's not it's not the good Loki or it's not the dead Loki, I should say. Um, the, the very evil post event <laughs> Loki, Loki, and there's a living Loki, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> um, so we'll see. We'll see what that story is about. I imagine that will be another one that's kind of like I don't say psychedelic, but very like you know, Trippy. going back and forth. Yeah. You know, a lot of probably a lot of time travel, a lot of you know, Loki mm-hmm. in different spots. You know, not probably a very linear story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you said Hawkeye, Shamar. So why yeah, I did you say Hawkeye. Hawkeye? Uh, so I, uh, chose Hawkeye because I think it'll be, um, uh, like I said, I also kind of mentioned this with Black Widow, you get the advantage of this is a character piece, but we've seen so much of this character. So I think what we get, we're going to get from this is just going to be, uh, it's just going to be awesome. Yeah. So the Kate Bishop development will be important. Exactly. So we're also getting, so we're getting Kate Bishop included as well. Well, I guess they're going to use the same actress. They have to, I guess. I would think, right? So you actually for Kate Bishop and what? Well, the we, we haven't Bishop. been introduced, Kate yeah. Bishop. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're right. That's true. Yeah. So this would be, uh, uh, be our introduction to her. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, this should be. We thought we were getting her in Endgame. We never yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So this should be. Catherine uh, uh, <laughs> Langford going to be Kate Bishop too? <laughs> but yeah, this should this should be a very very. Um, uh, action packed, I would, I would think, a uh, very action packed Hawkeye TV show, uh, though different from Arrow in that you're getting the Kate Bishop. It's connected to the MCU. Um, they're all apparently they're also going to explore some time w- with him as Ronan as well, which is extremely exciting to me as well. Uh, so for me, it's definitely Hawkeye uh, in that regard. Yeah, I agree. I think Hawkeye introducing Kate Bishop, who uh, I think. Is also we talk about what phase five means. I mean that could be our introduction to the young Avengers too, because um, 
you know, that's been a project that's been rumored about. We didn't hear it here. But um, if that's going to happen, you think mm-hmm. Kate Bishop's going to be involved. So yeah. uh, introducing her into a Disney Plus show would be extremely smart. It makes sense. So uh, I have my eyes on that. But, I, I mean, I'm excited about all these shows. I, I, I have no idea what to expect from Loki. So um, so that's going to be interesting. I have no idea what to expect from the What If show. Uh, I'm hoping that they're able to make, make have a lot of fun with that and really show us some, some cool stuff. But uh, Marvel, man. Yeah, the only the other thing I would talk about though is um, but uh, before we wrap Marvel is like, what what do we think is gonna happen with the Fantastic Four and X Men? Uh, you know, like me and Smart yeah. uh, last week when we did our show, we previewed Marvel essentially uh, this week, and um, Shamari didn't think that we would get really any Fox references. I thought we would get Fantastic Four. I didn't think we'd get anything X Men, but I thought we would definitely get. Some level of Fantastic Four uh, scoop or reference in this panel. We did get, we got both, which yeah. surprised me. Um, what do we think? What do we think is their timeline or plans for these characters? Well, uh, someone, I think it was Conrad, Jeremy Conrad, I think he mentioned that the 60th anniversary of Fantastic Four is 2023. Um, so that's a, a year to keep an eye on in regards to when we see them. Uh, I, I've, I've said my piece, I said it earlier, that I think that. My, if you tell me what they're doing, in, is that I think that those three movies that were not mentioned, especially Black Panther, expect to see mutants or Fantastic Four characters involved. I think that's going to be how they introduce them into then their eventual uh, original movies. Feige saying that they're, they're going to be very different with the X Men tells me that I mean they they could do anything, and uh, him saying mutants I think is even like something that is still in my head. Like he was willing to say Fantastic Four. He wouldn't even use the words X Men. Yeah, you might. Yeah, why not just say X Men? Like that's uh, that tells me I don't know if we're gonna get an X Men movie. I don't know if it's gonna be X-Men. the first movie. It might, might be, not be the X Men. It, it might be something totally different. It's gonna be something that maybe introduces mutants. Maybe it's a prequel series. It might be maybe a Magneto a, movie. Yeah, it might maybe be a Wolverine movie. Maybe it's a Wolverine movie. Who knows? But it, I, that tells me that this is not going to be just your I also think introduction the to the X Men you've seen in the past. Yeah, the the thing with him saying mutants, like if it's not the movie's called Mutants, which it seems like that's the case. Then it seems like the plan may be, like you just said, to introduce mutants all around the MCU going forward. And he just hasn't, they haven't referenced them yet. But uh, that that is the plan. Um, like Wolverine being one, obviously, that could be introduced almost anywhere, as well as uh, Storm and Black Panther. But um, I mean, I just, it's, it's still crazy that they even, that they even revealed that. Um, it's crazy to see Kevin Feige talking about their Fantastic Four and the and the X Men potentially, um, but you know, Shamar, you said you didn't like the the mutant's name. Nah, not as a title for. I think that'd be an awesome no. movie title. Yeah, I, I at first I was like I was like what, but then I kind of like for our first X Men movie or our first like X Men universe movie, if they wanted to like kind of reminds me of the Alphas. It was like. Mutants, right, right. Like, it, yeah, it definitely does feel like right. very like sciency, like very like, like what not, is that? Not superhero, but like the X Men is such a large universe that maybe it'd be better off to not just jump them in as the X Men. Like it also because when he when when they revealed that, and I thought like it, we're getting an X, a mutants movie, I thought that this meant that the, the X Men were going to be a new team, and it still might be the case. But I thought that was like confirmation that like. The X Men were going to be started, but like the mutants in general were a new thing. 
in the in the in that MCU post Thanos. I mean, I mean, here's how I, I feel. I still about think it. that will happen. But. I mean, here's how I feel about it. I feel like if the X Men, if the X Men as the X Men are going to be in the movie for a third or more of the movie, call it X Men. If they're not going to be the X Men for all of the movie, then I mean, I guess you can call it whatever you want to call it. If it's going to be just a different movie. But if the X Men are in the movie, call the X Men. That's how I f- personally feel about it. But like, what if you have like this first property? Class. I envision almost like first class, like part, like kind of. Like I, I think even but in, like in I, the MCU, I think even in first class, what, the second he brings them into the mansion and is training them, they're the X Men. That's fair. That's fair. And that's a good portion of the movie. That's, I think that's at least like half the movie. Yeah. So I mean, I think, like I said, if I think that I think if that's what they're gonna do in the in the movie, call it X Men because they're the X Men. You know, at that point. I mean, unless he's not going to call them the X-Men. Unless he's going to have Professor X calling something else. Like, I envision, like, Magneto and Professor X recruiting, like, a bunch of mutants to their own thing. I mean... That are all new mutants. I hear, I hear that. Um, I, have, I have a question as well. Since... You, since uh, and I think that they are going to sprinkle the mutants in to these different movies. Are we going to get, like, a, a mashup thing of an X-Men, kind of like, almost like an Avengers-level event? If they're gonna be sprinkled I think that's in, what an movie would be. or are we gonna get some kind of Avengers versus X Men? I think the AVX joke is kind. Of, I think it's more of like a meme than like a thing that they're actually gonna. You don't do think we're getting Avengers anytime Avengers. soon? That, that's one hundred percent. No, not anytime soon. I mean, what soon? Like, I don't think it's happening. It's in not happening. It's, it's not happening. It's not happening five. before two. What's to, it's just twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. It's not happening before twenty twenty four. Oh, that's fair. I mean, I think twenty twenty five. It's not happening possible. in five next five years. I mean, I look. I think Avengers vs X Men will happen at least at at least before the at the second X Men movie. I just don't know. Or if this, need, it'll be the second X Men movie. Or before. It's just crazy to me <laughs> that like I feel like so many like not that many people read X Men Avengers vs X Men. A lot of people didn't really even like it. I don't understand why people. It's not about are like it's obsessed not about with like the, having to do this story. Like, it's not about really the story because Marvel doesn't have to. They don't have to do any of these stories. They a lot of times they don't. But it's the it's the the it's the concept, you know. Like I think Avengers they've already done X-Men that. With, I feel like they've already done that with Civil War. Exactly, and Civil War is the same thing. Like yo, if they ever did this concept, like no. But my point is that theory, I'm, 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 be, I'm still freaking out. If I if I get to see Wolverine go up against well, like my point is though, is Spider-Man. But they've done <laughs> what I'm saying though. They've done right? they've done these heroes fighting each other thing. Like how do you make that feel different? If you want to make that bigger, the X-Men are make it, that, no, the I don't think they're making changing new characters. If you give me Wolverine, if you give me part of the reason why I think AVX didn't work. If you give me, if you give me Magneto versus, uh, well, you don't have Cap or Iron Man, but right. Magneto versus Thor or whatever. I don't know, whatever crazy team up you want. You give me Onslaught. That's crazy. You give me uh, Magneto mixed with Professor X. No, we don't. Know. As a villain, I, I don't. I well, don't want to see Onslaught. We don't need to see Onslaught. <laughs> it's a big no for me, dog. It's not Marvel vs. Capcom too. <laughs> um. No, I'm, I'm just, I know people keep mentioning. I, it's just not a story I'm thirsting for. I, I read AVX. I was, it, was, it was okay. Like, it's, not, it's not something I need to see. I, I can definitely, uh, you know, especially because that was like, you know, the down, as, as Scott Stummer's Sonic continued to go, you know, downward spiral uh, in terms of his character in the comics. I, I don't know if I want to see that play out in the movies. Are like, they going to reference Quicksilver at all? Since we had a Quicksilver. Oh, yeah, I mean, well. You mean like in the, in the mutant? I mean like going forward. I mean we still have Scarlet Witch. Yeah. I mean they'll have no they'll have no problem with doing it now. Like it'll be no like legal issue, obviously. But well, yeah. like you know, I think Scarlet Witch will certainly reference Quicksilver. I think we're getting Magneto 
as Quicksilver and as Scarlet Witch's Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch's father. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, I, 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 they have no reason yeah. to avoid it. Well, yeah, now you they know, have no reason. I mean, to the avoid story it. you have to like really like you know sell me on like the why are they from Sokovia? Is Magneto from Sokovia? <laughs> uh, you know why was there no reference to him? Like you know you have to sell me on that. But they're gonna do the same thing. Was with he the always able to juggle metal? Yeah, and- yeah exactly. You know they have, they're yeah exactly. Is he a new mutant? Like why do they have powers? <laughs> but he get powers after them, or he got powers this whole time. They have to sell me on that, right. but they're gonna have to sell me on the Mandarin. You know, we'll see how that plays out. But it mm-hmm. seems as if, you know, Kevin Feige was showing like how you know the Mandarin Easter the Ten Rings was in Ant Man. Like that was pretty crazy. Yeah, you know, like I who like was that even talked about? No, I I, I, don't I didn't see that in like in, in in any Easter eggs. Like oh, you <laughs> see the Ten Rings logo in the background. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. So, um, what a panel though. I mean, what a what a panel. Yeah. And um, what do we think about Blade? Also, real quick. Yeah, um, we got that Blade. I mean, yeah, like Shamari said, you said, man, R.I.P. Luke Cage, man. Because my issue, yeah, R.I.P. Cottonmouth. Yo. Yeah, I mean, are we. Yeah, I, is I mean, that not canon anymore? I got just completely wipe that from my brain though. Which yeah. <laughs> is gonna be just hard. not the first character. Hello, but that to yeah, play we, two people in the yeah, issue, we, we've done, we, yeah we've had this first before. main character yeah I mean yeah. Oh, I, to me is Marvel saying like we you know that just doesn't matter like those right. Netflix shows don't matter in regards <laughs> to like what the MCU is Terrence Howard and Don Cheadle are both roadie he's <laughs> <laughs> gotta live with it you know um, but I mean look I think Mahershala Ali is a, a just a 100% great oh, casting the perfect casting perfect casting for yeah, it's like a fan casting yeah, oh honestly. yeah absolutely yeah it is a perfect casting like you ask anybody on the street that that's seen his movies and seen it like and knows Blade, and knows Blade like who do you think should be playing Blade? He was he's gonna be one of the first three names to come up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So signing him is a is a great move. Yeah, I completely agree. Do we yeah. want to see a Blade movie? I'm still on the with fence it, about with that. Him I am a little it? on the yes. fence. <laughs> but but, but, but it's, I agree with Sham. Like you sign Mahershala Ali, I'm like and you sell me on it. I'm like okay. Yeah, that's sold me on. Yeah, I'm like, all right, um, I'll, be, I'll, I'll pay attention to this. <laughs> right. Do you guys want to see Wesley Snipes in this movie? Uh, yes, I think that he. I, will, I, I think he will be in the movie. I mean, I, 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 I don't really care. <laughs> well, really okay, maybe before. Your yeah, time. it's a little bit before my time, so like, it doesn't Snipes, have the same like, nostalgia. Kind of like, like it's kind of like, but he's like, he's kind of like. But that's like asking legend. me. Do he you, is a legend. Do yeah, we, do we want to see? Yeah, I would say he's a superhero. Legend. Do we want to see Hugh Jackman in, in the next X Men movie? Like that's a little different, you know. Yeah, that's I don't really care. You know, Tobey nah, Maguire. Nah, do we need little... to see him in Homecoming. I mean, no, nah, it's a little different. No, nah, yeah, that's different. Just because this Blade is like more of like a cult. Snipes like fan. main Blade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And right, like those fair, characters fair. were already established. Fair, fair. Whereas fair. Blade became a household name because Blade, of Wesley. Snipes. Blade became a household name because so, of like, these movies. It'd be like Ryan Reynolds. Almost. I think he is gonna be in the movie. Know. I think that though, all those remember like you know like Snipes had those weird like tweets and comments when they were talking about. He wanted Blade, to play him again, and he kept, kept saying, saying, "Oh, stay tuned." And like, like to me, that Marvel's been having conversations with him mm. for a long time now. What those conversations are, I think he but, may have been giving like them people like uh, I think he may have been giving like you know a little bit of pump faking to the fans to kind of throw them off that it was Ali had already signed. But I think he's gonna be involved in the movie. I um, and he's gonna have some kind of credit. He he either be, will be in the movie as a villain or the character in it, or he'll he'll be involved in some way, or at the very least they've been like consulting him like how they go about. I'm sure they've been. Yeah, I'm sure they've been. He's I think he's yeah. fully on board. But, um, the initial theory was that there would be a story about Blade's daughter, and he'd be like the old Blade, the original Blade. Um, 
Yeah, I don't think they would do that with Ali. He's a little younger. He's a little younger. He could still do it, but he's a little younger. Um, is Morbius gonna be the villain? You don't have to. You know, you can do Mephisto or someone, someone else. But like, are you gonna do? Are we getting a Morbius? Movie? Yeah, we're getting a Morbius movie. With Jared Leto. I guess that's still happening. Right? <laughs> Jeez. Allegedly. Jeez. So yeah, that's imagine, <laughs> imagine they did do that. Like, yeah, we're tying the Sony back to Marvel. Jared Leto versus versus Ali. Yeah, but that hasn't it hasn't gone both ways so far. It's only been like Marvel, you <laughs> Spider Man, but it's never as you know. Sony been like, oh, here's a character that's only being created by us, but here you can use him. That hasn't happened. Yeah, so. exactly. All right. The Sony Marvel, Sony yeah. Spider Man Marvel things, I guess. I I do feel Sony like this adventure. will be a movie that they'll try to connect to other things. I don't know. Oh, for sure. I don't know who or how, but I think Doctor Strange makes the most sense. Yeah, I was, mm. I was saying that as well. So I think that's how they'll connect it. But right, um, right. But yeah, man, what a panel! I mean, what a panel! We got a lot. Um, it's a lot to kind of take in. What's gonna happen for D twenty three? Ninety minutes. I I I was this whole time, one hundred percent convinced we were getting nothing or very little Disney Plus. At this panel, because that was all going to be for D twenty three. Other D twenty three is going to be like all Disney yeah, Plus in general. I don't know, but now when is D twenty three? It's like it's in August. It's in August, I believe. So, like, is that I think, I think we'll get. I think movies? we'll get. I think we'll get like details on like how many episodes these shows are. It's what they what they're about. Trailers, you know, trailers, maybe trailers, teaser, yeah, teaser yeah. cuts. I think we'll get like. I think it'll be a lot more detailed. Like, you no, know, this this was very generic. What right. they've given, they had limited time, yeah. right? And Feige's answered some questions since to various outlets. He's talked to IGN. He's talked to some people. But I think we'll we'll have they'll give more of like a breakdown on exactly what the plan is for these shows and how they interact uh, with the movies. That's what I think we'll see. But um, but yeah, man, this was a, a pretty crazy panel. We spent ninety minutes on it, so we <laughs> get through some other stuff that happened at Comic Con. But this was uh this was monumental. It's one of the biggest panels Marvel's ever done. Uh, at any Comic Con, so this is a this is something to be remembered. This is, and I think they still have so many like major things, to projects do. that we don't know. They still about. have nothing on Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Guardians, X Men, or Fantastic Four. Like they could announce that next month, and that'd be like way bigger than anything we got in this. Yep. Mm-hmm. What a time to be alive. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about the CW stuff, guys. So, um, so they they released several sizzle reels for uh their various shows. Um, Flash, Black Lightning, Arrow, and Black Batman, Woman, and Spider and uh, Supergirl. Uh, none of them really went too far in regards to showing us a lot. Yep. Um, which is kind of becoming like the norm. They seem to be showing like you know like clips from probably like the pilot or the first episode or two. Yep. Uh, but some of the news that came out of these panels as well was well, one we got new costumes for Arrow and Supergirl. I think Arrow. I think I think Oliver's new costume is sick. I think it's really good. No, I got you. Um, pull, I think it's. Let me pull it up. Yeah, I think it's the best one they've done so far. It's like way simpler, but like to me, seeing something he would wear, I was really a fan of it. Um, there's a uh, Tommy and Adrian Chase will appear in the final season of Arrow, which is uh, which was revealed in that in that in that teaser, but was revealed even before that came out. Um, Brandon Roth will be Superman in Crisis on Infinite Earths, and uh, it seems like Flash is teasing a new villain, Bloodwork. So, uh, any thoughts, Kendall, on what you make of of what you heard from uh, from the CW panel this week? Um, and some of the, some I'm not convinced that Bloodwork is the villain for the whole season. I 
definitely don't think he's the main villain. I agree yeah. with that as well. You know, you might be like a first four or five, six episode villain. Maybe in the first ten episodes, but um, he's not going to be the ultimate villain. He might still be Thawne, unfortunately. But um, Arrow, man, it's, it's, it's sad. It's kind of sad to see you go. I thought it was interesting how in that little, you know, comics to life through the real, they, they, they presented that um, they definitely juxtaposed, like, you know, Arrow ending with Arrow with Batwoman. Beginning. You know, and then it really brought to, it made it more obvious why they're doing Batwoman now. Why they're getting rid of Arrow. It's like, they're kind of this, not, we, it was kind of something we talked about at the time. I was like, they're kind of the same. How are they going to juggle both of them? It's like, they're yeah. not. Yep. They're only going to do not. Arrow for yeah. eight, whatever, 10 episodes, whatever it is. And then it's gone. So, they're not really going to juggle them for that long. So, uh, from that regard, like, that makes more sense. But, yeah, it is a shame. Part of me is like, I have to, eventually I'll just rewatch Arrow. Because I forgot like so much has happened. It's been on, it's been on so long. Like Smallville, you know, was on for so long that if I rewatched it, like, you know, I would have I wouldn't remember half the stuff that happened. You know, Arrow. If I rewatched it now, Flash hasn't gotten to that point yet. But Flash is getting there as well. Like I can't re like like if I rewatched Supergirl, I would remember a lot of stuff because it yeah. wasn't that long ago. But so I, I mean, I'm excited for this end of Arrow. But you know, it makes me kind of like you know nostalgic to be like gotta go back and watch it again but um, and they're getting nostalgic apparently bringing back Chase and and Tommy yeah so it was a good run um I guess that's the one I'm most excited for Flash is typically the most the show I'm most excited for but um they've kind of been spinning their wheels (sighs) seriously spinning their wheels tough two seasons yeah so for me right now and in Batwoman they 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 confirmed Hush was going to be a villain in Batwoman. That's pretty. So it, it, on the surface, it's exciting, but we yeah we got excited before. I, yeah, yeah. I stopped getting excited over. Yeah, because we don't know what a CW, CW TV iteration going. iteration of yeah. these characters will look I mean, like. We're getting the Royal Flush Gang. We're getting Red Tornado. <laughs> Yo, no, remember like, that? Yeah, Red Tornado. Remember that? <laughs> that was hard to watch. So you know, I've done. I'm getting excited over those those announcements, but uh, it's interesting. You know, definitely makes you want to watch the movie even more. The Hush movie is coming out um, very soon. Yeah, um, which is getting good reviews. Yeah, and it also shows you that, like, they're not, it doesn't seem like they have any plans to use Hush anytime soon in the movies. No, so. yeah, exactly. He's being yeah. put in Batman. Yeah, he's very just, new show. I, I, would ass, I would assume he's going to be one of the big, bigger name Batman villains that we see this season. I mean, Hush is... Yeah, pretty big. You know, not like not in terms of like household name, like been used a million times, but in terms of like impact, impact, impact and, and what kind of fans, Batman right. fans, look right. at in terms of who their favorite exactly. villains are. I mean, Hush yeah. is pretty high on that list, so I don't, I'd be surprised if we got someone yeah. too many people bigger than him. Especially since this is gonna be the real live action debut. You know, yeah, like Gotham used him as a kid, but like we haven't really gotten Hush in live action. There've been so many live action Batman stories that. It'll be that'll be an honor for them. Yeah, that that'll be a, definitely a notch in their belt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm wondering how um, uh, how this show is going to add these villains because either it, it's a shame that Gotham came first because all, all these villains are going to be seen well outside of Hush because that's a new villain. But all these villains, I'm going to be comparing them to the Gotham version. Right. So when we get Cobblepot, who all these other people that we saw in Arkham, like, I don't even want to see those people. And when we get Cobblepot, I'm gonna be like, okay, so how's this thing? But then if you don't use Penguin? them, 
you're 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 tying you're playing with one hand behind your back. Yeah, I'd be like, how's this Mister Freeze compared to the Gotham Mister Freeze? You know, so it's like there's always going to be that comparison. Be right? Did uh, they say that? Not recently, but didn't it wasn't or was it I Freeze think, uh, in like Arrow he, or something? He was in the, was, was he in, in the Arrow. Easter oh, or free, was it an Easter egg in was like it, the yeah, crossover? Yeah, it was an Easter egg in the crossover. Yeah, yeah. So like for Mister Freeze, I think they said Nora Freeze was going to be in or something like that. Yeah, they like, said something, but but Freeze is going to play a role, so. So it's like that's I mean, they don't have much to, uh, for, for that one. <laughs> the last one didn't set an extremely high bar. You know, the last one was Freeze. He wasn't terrible, but oh, that was he wasn't that. I mean, the, in the original the episodes for his episodes, those were pretty first, good. Yeah, the first couple episodes were pretty good. Yeah, those are those were good. It's just, when, just like, when they started using him as yeah, a goon, as a recurring goon. Yeah, he was kind of lame. So yeah. like, you know, they didn't set the bar major <laughs> major high with that, but um, but some of them they did. Like, Cobblebot, you can't beat Robin, you know, Lori Taylor. Yeah, it's going to be hard. I mean, I would say. Um, Not in a TV show, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what they can do with the movie. Yeah, in the movie. Yeah. What do you think, EJ? Um, I mean, it's going to be Batwoman. I wasn't crazy about that. Uh, first of all, that, that teaser they did. Oh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't much of a teaser. It was just the uh, yeah. Was, yeah. Was like yeah I guess it was a teaser, like a promo. Yeah, it was like a promo. I guess yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that didn't do it for me. Um, that tattoo looked awful. Who would get a red? <laughs> it's me. I, it's unbelievable. That's yeah, it is unbelievable. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Not even just a million people, like one person <laughs> getting a, a red bat one. Red bat Also, if it's like it's so only bat one, Batman's kind of like a myth. He's kind of like a myth in the city. Like the idea right. and Batwoman too. That's the same. Yeah, like oh, I'm gonna like you know if I was. Well, you know, uh, what's the name? If I was Kate, I'd be like, yo, I need to get some money off this, man. They they use my image <laughs> painted on their body. Like, I, It I, might I, make more sense when we see the show. I guess. It just seems if, a little, if it's like, oh, seems she's a like, a, like a major figure in the city, Gotham, like... And, like, also, like, you know, how do they know that she's LGBTQ? Because they definitely were... The people that were taking the tattoo, a lot of them were definitely uh, right. LGBT. So it's like... I don't know. It just seemed it seemed weird. It seemed like a it seemed like a reach to me. I, it, <laughs> right. I didn't do much, um, but but in terms of uh, what they do to show, I mean, again, Hush got my attention. I gotta see how it goes. Um, didn't they say something else about Batwoman? Uh, maybe I'm not 100 percent sure. I know, no. When it comes to the other shows, uh, I was not all that excited about what I saw from the Flash. Uh, the Flash is really oh, Burt Ward's gonna be in it. Cameo. Ooh. Bert Ward. Oh, cool. That's a cool one. Um, in terms of what I saw from the Flash, I wasn't that excited by what I saw. Blood work is not the kind of villain I'm ex- gonna get excited about. Ooh. And I'm someone who's read the new Flash Blood Work stuff, and um, I would have much preferred they find a way to do Godspeed, which of course they they butchered in the last yeah. season. <laughs> which I, I can't believe they I can't believe they got Godspeed looks so good and then, like just barely barely yeah. You know, I'm never gonna get over that. Um, so, but one, I mean, the the I think the probably the biggest thing that came out of this was Brandon Roth being uh, cast to play Superman, which is obviously a major callback to his. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Superman uh, casting in the Superman returns. Superman returns. Uh, Legends. We've we not seen in a long time. Yeah. I he's been playing the else. He's been playing the else world. He's been he's playing the else world Superman. Uh, the the, uh, the the kingdom come Superman, so that's also uh, telling us a little bit about what we can expect from Crisis of Infinite Earths. But uh, that's that's pretty big. That's like a you know like who knows like that to me that story is becoming more and more ambitious 
as we get closer to it, and they have to. Like to me, if you're gonna do that story, it has to be ambitious. Do we think Tyler Hawkins even gonna be in it? He is gonna be. He is gonna be. They confirmed. He's confirmed in it. So you got (laughs) both. You got two Supermans already. So I'm like, okay, you're gonna try to do a lot of interesting stuff here. I'm just. At times, I feel like they've run out of time with some of these uh, crossovers and other crossovers. I feel like they've taken too much time. Like they didn't need to be as long as they they did. So I guess how they balance that is gonna be crucial. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. This this crossover. I mean, I was honestly I was hoping to see a little bit more relating to the crossover in the promos. Same, especially um, since it isn't starting out the season. Yeah, yeah starting just, out the yeah, season. It's like yes, yeah. yeah the next what, story we get. Yeah, that's why I was I was hoping this. I thought this would be like all crossover. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was actually afraid it was going to be all crossover. Right. I was I was I came into it, I was like, well, I hope we get some stuff for actual season. Yeah, actual season. Sure, and sure. we got just nothing. So, but um so yeah so but at least we now we coming in with a completely open mind yeah completely like, nothing yeah we don't know what's gonna happen so that's pretty exciting um but yeah this crossover uh, I still have no idea what to expect because they, they haven't given us any information all I know is the monitor can take you into a room and have you in in some black you know void <laughs> outside of time and space that's all I know going into this crossover so. So uh, yeah, I have no idea what to expect. Um, I I mean this was a, I was I mean this whole CW panel and that, what they revealed. I, I, besides the Roth thing, I thought I thought they kind of were 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 a little lackluster this year. Really, I, I and I think so yeah, too personally. Yeah, really. I mean they, they got they, nothing from Legends. Yeah, good for us. <laughs> yeah, which is good for us. But we got nothing from Legends. The black they gave us a five minute sizzle reel for Black Lightning and revealed nothing for next season. Which is like wow. I feel bad for people. A lot of, a lot of that's a lot of old footage. For not, not to tease anything. I feel bad for people that went to those. Well, I mean, if you went to the panel, you probably got a lot more than, than what we got. Sure, I would assume. But like, I, but if you're at home and you're a fan of Arrowverse, you're like an Arrowverse stand. Which some people were looking forward to Crisis. Yeah, more than yeah. anything else. Yeah, a lot of people. The DC like, stands. Yeah, that's what they're most. DC Arrowverse stands were looking forward to Crisis more than anything else, and yeah. they got nothing. Uh, <laughs> so I really feel bad for those. Brandon people. Roth wearing a Superman shirt. Yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what it. they got. That's literally it. You know, now it's not that far away, so it's not like they're they're teasing yeah, they something wait. that's they gonna wait happen in a year. year. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming. It's gonna be coming in a few months, but still, it's like, come on, nothing. Yeah. Um... Did you see uh, Ruby Rose, though, is on the cover of Entertainment Weekly mm. this month. Very cool cover. Entertainment, Entertainment Weekly is a... Uh, well, I, they had a couple of covers. Uh, I saw one that had Arrow. Yeah. yeah. I saw yeah, one that had, yeah, had, yeah, had, yeah, had Supergirl. Yeah, I guess it's CW. Yeah. And, yeah. But, and now, it's funny, Stephen Amell said, like, Entertainment Weekly, you know, is our last shoot, and they freed us so well. I'm like, you got that right. You got a lot of covers, <laughs> a lot of spreads for a season. Look, man, CW, Berlanti's got, got 500 Berlanti. million. <laughs> he can he waste a million. Mod you a lot of relationships. Yeah, exactly. You waste one million on Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> yeah, because Entertainment Weekly has been, has been very, has been, he was right when he said they've been very kind to them, and they've done a lot of spreads. But um, what do you make of the Arrow Suit Sham? Now that you got to look at it. Um, I think it's pretty good. I definitely think that's a pretty good arrow suit. Um, uh, I have to say, well, I well, I do think the arrow suit is good. I will definitely like the upgrade for Supergirl with that with the no skirt, because mm. I feel like that is more appropriate for showing her growth yeah. as, a, as a character and as a person. I feel like you know before 
you know, of course, and I've, you know, had issues with this as well, where she was very ditzy, kind of very like, oh, all shucks, gee whiz, kind of like, you know, whatever. But I feel like this is no, like, this is, like, she is a superwoman. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, she is, knows what she has to do, has fought Lex Luthor, you know, and she's had that level of growth. So I I, I feel like that's particularly significant as it well. It really did. I mean, this season, to me, I don't know if they're just, this is just at the beginning where they're on bad turn, but they seem to be really pitting Lena as the villain of the season. Oh, yeah. That's the, what they, at least they're teasing. Now, yeah. we know the shadowy organization. Leviathan. Yeah. Like, I mean, they are going to be the villains too, but do they somehow get involved with Lena and does that become like a tandem? Right. But uh, I don't know how you could watch that trailer and think Lena was not going to be a villain this season. Yeah, that, that's that's the way, that's what it looked like to me. I don't know, Kendall... Yeah, the yeah, they, they. That's what they were kind of, you know, I like. It didn't surprise me in the slightest because that seemed like that's what they were going. If they were to pull the rug out, I mean, they could still pull the rug out from others, but if they were going to do that. That would be a bigger surprise and say, "Oh no, like it's all resolved after episode two. I almost feel like you can't. They've gone to the point of no return with this woman, where like they've been teasing it and teasing it and teasing it, and I really haven't been that interested in wanting to see Lena <laughs> right. return here. Same, same, same. But yeah, like, same. but to me, like if you don't, if you don't do it now, like I don't want to. And they better see do any more, any more teasing about Lena turning heel. Like, yeah, they, they better do be good. Um, where is she getting this power from? Well, it looks like it's gonna be a technology, some kind of tech. technology based. You know, yeah, some kind of tech, technology based uh, yeah. thing, which old, which would yeah. make sense <laughs> for her character. Yeah, interesting. Um, Makai Brooks is leaving. You did, you did mention that before the show. Yeah, breaking news. That's uh, who else is Doug Carlos? I feel like his character hasn't really, his character <laughs> hasn't his character we'll hasn't done all that much. Yeah, they made him Guardian. Yeah, I feel like yeah, since yeah, then, yeah, he kinda, I, I think the Guardian thing kind of hurt him. Made honest. him Guardian. He was running Catco for a bit. And now he's just gone. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't. He said Wynn will like be back. We thought Wynn was kind of going to be gone also. Mm. So he's coming back. Wynn's coming back? Yeah. Uh, Wynn and Monel, not Monel, sorry. Wynn and, uh, and the Brainy, Brainy. Uh, duo could be. I don't know how that could go. That could be very interesting. They they could play off very well off each other. Um. But yeah, I think in terms of Makai leaving, his character just really. I thought some of the PTSD stuff that they were kind of going through was, was I thought, you know, it was something that maybe they could have went more involved in. You know, how do you, how does someone who's been, like, you know, had their, their life, you know, dangling by a thread for so much of their adult life, how does that first, how does that uh, affect a person? I think they could have went deeper into that and continued that more. I think they kind of rushed through it to get to finish the season. So at this point, like now that that, that being kind of the end of that storyline, and I don't know what to really make of where he goes from here. Yeah, they, they took away the romance angle between him and Kara, and they took away the romance angle between him and Lena. And not to say that you know he has to only be linked to romance, but if you're taking away so many of these angles that he had in terms of building his growth, and then the character development you did give him, you rush through. I don't, where does he stand? He's just a very, and he's a good character, but I just don't know what he brings to the table anymore. Right. Yeah, I mean, even so, I'm still sad to see him go. I'm still sad to see I him go. I am too. Um, I am too. I mean, he's, he's, him and you know John are the only black men on the show. Yeah. So it's not like I'm. You know, you, you'd yeah. like to see that kind of representation. Right. 
Yeah, so exactly. I'm happy to see him leave, but but also understanding, I'm just I, I don't know what they've done for him really. Right. And he's and a character that C. I feel I feel like he's a character that CBS valued way more than CW has. I agree with that as well. Um, you know, uh, personally, I feel like I feel like he's done a good job with with the with you know what he was given. Um, you know, I feel like you know it took a while for me to get past the fact that he was Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, this big, big strong. Buff, Big buff, kick ass dude, dark skin. Kind of like uh, that thing EJ says about the Rock. Where like, they gotta explain why Jimmy Olsen, Jimmy Olsen's that big, like that. man. Yeah, <laughs> he's a football player. Yeah, every time I see Jimmy Olsen, yeah, I can't player. imagine. I feel like this guy yeah. could give, could give you know Zod some work. I don't think he's <laughs> running away. That's why he's guarding. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I feel like he could throw hands with Metallo. I don't think he needs to. He's like, don't worry, don't worry, Clark. I got this one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm sad to see him go. It's too bad. Um. The other big panel this week was DC Universe. Um, and we got some... The biggest thing coming out of that was the Harley Quinn trailer, which came out. I liked what I saw. I liked the trailer. Um, I thought it was cool. Uh, the Some people who were there got to see the uh, episode, the first episode. Mm-hmm. They all say it was really good. Oh, wow. Um, it looks unlike anything DC has done. It, yeah, it, I mean, the only thing it kind of reminds me of a little bit, and this is going to sound crazy, but kind of reminds me of Teen Titans Go!, like it, to me, this is gonna really, really. The reason why I say that is because it, it's gonna. This is gonna be a deep pull in the DC universe. I mean, that trailer. I can't count how many DC villains and characters we saw. Like, Kite Man's in that trailer. Like the fact that Kite Man's on in a is been, so someone drew Kite Man and put him in a DC show is crazy to me. But like, this is gonna be a deep pull. It's gonna be a lot of humor. It's gonna be chaotic. And when I think of those, uh, when I think of those two things, I, I think of uh, three things rather. I think of uh, what's the name? It makes me think of uh, of uh, Harley Quinn, and it makes me think of uh, uh, Teen Titans Go. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, I think that uh, I thought the trailer was really good as well. I thought it, um, uh, I thought it had a lot of. Well, first of all, the the most striking thing is that it had a lot of raunchy humor. Which is sure. which is very very um, yeah it's an adult comedy yeah it's an, I mean it, that's very yeah, different is, yeah this is not I mean kids can watch it but it's not for kids it's not for kids yeah this is a very very different um, we a new uh, generation for, for DC we allow you know kids but we do not we 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 go by what Warner Brothers suggests kids listen to your parents controls <laughs> <parental> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um. But yeah, so I mean, I I liked what I saw. Um, the only thing I would say, uh, though, I still think it's gonna be a very good show. But the only thing I would say is it's gonna take a little while for me to get used to this Harley Quinn voice. Not Tara Strong. Same. It's still. It's yeah. just. I don't know. It's just gonna take a while for me to <laughs> for me to buy that this is Harley Quinn's voice. Why would they just hire Tara Strong? I have no idea. Who is this? It's Haley Coco. Oh, yeah, it is. Yes. Oh, Kaylee Coco. Right? Kaylee Coco. Is it Kaylee? I thought it was Haley. Oh, we can look um, Uh-oh. but Uh-oh. the girl from Big Bang Theory. For those who are <laughs> right, confused, right. I could totally. Wasn't be wrong. she? Uh, she was involved with uh, Lance, <laughs> Quentin Lance from Arrow. Uh, yeah, it's a whole nother. This isn't. This isn't. Uh, <laughs> this isn't page, page six. Yeah, page six. <laughs> uh, uh, Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah, Kaylee Cuoco. There you go. Um, yeah, this is not page six. New Generation <laughs> Media, but um, but yeah, Kaylee Cuoco is playing uh, Harley Quinn. <laughs> Yeah, the voice is something I, I get used to. It's uh, 
it doesn't mean the show can't be really good, but it, I don't understand why they wouldn't just do Tara. I mean, she's an, she's iconic, and maybe I can't. There's no way she's more expensive than Kaylee. Did she not want to do yeah, all I was the crazy gonna say, raunchy humor? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe it's not even a money thing. Maybe it's a... Uh, She's just like, eh, this isn't this, my Harley This isn't my thing. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting... This is that's an Margot interesting Robbie. I didn't think about. But this is well, before... Remember the early rooms that Marley... She was Margot Robbie. Yeah, was that's why I was going to ask. I was like, this isn't Margot Robbie, right? <laughs> you know, Margot uh, Robbie would be involved in like, the development of the show and everything. Yeah. That, I guess, was by the wayside. What's the issue? They saw the dollar sign. Yeah, I mean that's an interesting. I could I could see and you know I could see that being a a, a conversation because Tara, I mean Tara does you know She's Nickelodeon kids shows, yes. kids cartoons like yeah. I don't know if she wants to be like you know I mean Carly Quinn the is main dropping, character is dropping like f bombs yeah. and stuff in this trailer. I mean I don't know yeah. if she probably man, she's she probably not, been in The Simpsons before. She's probably been voiced a Family Guy character here or there, right. but like but this is like she's not beyond, the main this character. Be beyond Simpsons and Family Guy, I think, right? Exactly. Mature content. So like I, I think that she probably like is a little. But I don't know. Again, I, you would think that with the money they're offering, I would assume she would. As a Harley Quinn show, that's the character you're most anonymous with. It's surprising that she would, she would say no to me. But she might have. Who knows? I, I would be curious to ask her if that happened. If we ever, if I ever ran into her for some reason. Yeah. Um. Because that, that. So that is. I agree. That is something that's going to be something to get over. But overall, though, I, I was impressed with the trailer. I'm. I'm gonna be invested. Speaking of uh, animated content, Young Justice renewed for season four. That's a, a a big deal. That's awesome. Obviously, we were grave concerns about what DC Universe was even gonna look like. Was and there even gonna was be it a, gonna be a DC Universe? Yeah. Uh, post. This is a good time for DC Universe. It's a good sign. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily confirm it, but good sign for DC Universe in the future. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and, I'm and the word seeing... about uh, Doom Patrol is that Doom Patrol is also renewed season two. Yes. Yeah. And that it will also be streaming on HBO Max. Ah. So. Maybe we're starting to figure. Maybe Warner Brothers is figuring out whatever their situation is going to be with HBO, and and and, and how that affects the DC universe. I was gonna say because I'm still seeing advertisements for DC Universe. Right. They're still promoting their stuff all over, trying to get people to join. They're still expanding their platform, and they haven't they haven't stopped. It's not like they heard they were getting canned and just stopped. Yeah. You know. Um. So it's very fascinating. I couldn't help this week though, but think about like. After seeing the Disney Plus stuff yesterday, and thinking about how like you can't find a lick of Marvel or Star Wars content on any streaming service at this at this stage, besides movies, that like Warner Brothers, is, all that stuff's obviously gonna be on Disney Plus. They're they're putting all their Marvel stuff, probably all their Star Wars stuff, all that that library just they're, they're gonna devote it to Disney Plus. I can't help but think is that what Warner Brothers is looking at is looking at and saying we're doing Disney DC Universe, but why not just do an entire app? Well, that, Warner that, that's I think I think we've all agreed that that's been the conversation that's been, that's, the plan. That's been happening. I but guess for like, us the question be, was are they going to pivot from that? Is that even smart to be like? I mean, I, I mean, I, DC Universe is a good idea. I, I personally, I'm not reading the comics on DC Universe, you know, or watching yeah, the DC comics Daily. Was an interesting idea, you know, but having all the the movie. And television content from DC on to that stream server, you can move all that to to a Warner Brothers. And to me, the, I'll be honest. I I think that actually, what and I don't want to again sound like a Marvel light, but after what Marvel and Marvel didn't even show any footage, but just after what Marvel showed us, 
and what they seem to be implying that their show is going to look like. It's not. I don't, I don't know if I want to do anything that is could be compared or mirrors what Marvel is doing. Right. If I'm Warner Bros., I don't want to say, oh, come to my show, come to my, to my network or my you know streaming service. Don't watch Winter Soldier. Watch Titans. All right. I don't think they win in that battle. Swamp Thing was good. Then they were like, this costs too much. So can't do it anymore. But I, I just don't think that their live action content is going to stack up. And it's not necessarily even the quality because Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing are excellent. I just think it's like the the blockbuster, the blockbuster nature of those what we're gonna see on the Disney Plus app. They can't match that unless they're gonna Titans say we're gonna do a Nightwing TV show and like and like make it like a movie. Like like unless they're gonna do yeah. something like that. Like and Titans is their, is their biggest chance and it's their least. It's the one with the least amount of fanfare. Yes, it's the one that's that has. Well, I I don't know if I would say that. Maybe not fanfare, but <laughs> it's the one. It's the one that's. Movement. It's the one that's that's that's. That's not as critically uh, received. Not as critically received. Well, yeah, well, right. that's not how you say that. But right. the, like the other two are critically received extremely positively. Right. That one, at the very least, has had a mixed reception yeah. at the best. Exactly. So matching that to again, you're going up against Winter Soldier and Wandavision. They don't have a chance. Yeah, no. Nah. So, uh, so answering the question of whether or not that would be smart, I don't think it would be smart. I think mm-hmm. it would make sense to say, okay, that's where like the the big blockbuster popcorn like you know not so sweaty but young fans justice all. Is also very but like you want to be the hardcore i just like everything that superheroes come to dc universe because we got like lower budget but really uh uh well done content and stuff that's more direct to like what you would see in the comic books as opposed to marvel who's doing like this like big grandiose that's how i would right. sell it i don't think you can try to get into a, a, a war with them and you're putting titans on on HBO Max. I don't think that's bringing in anyone. But I think you can fight them in a different aspect by using the DC Universe app to their advantage. And hopefully, that's been the decision that they made. And we can only hope. Because, again, Doom Patrol now being HBO and uh, and uh, DC Universe, hopefully that's maybe what they decide. Is that, okay, maybe we'll move some shows and put some on the HBO thing too, but also keep the DC Universe as is. Because it has value. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with that as well. I mean, I think that uh, I think that DC Universe can be just for your comic book fans because Disney Plus is is much more than just Marvel, and it also doesn't include a comic book subscription, which I think is which I think honestly is extremely valuable, and I think it's a very good idea because it's kind of like having because I know people that have Marvel Unlimited, they're paying like ten dollars a month for Marvel Unlimited for just for the comics. Yeah. With DC Universe, you get that, basically. Because they have comics from 2018, 2017, 2016, going back. They got that, and they got all these, all these exclusive shows and movies. So, I mean, I, don't, I, mean I, I, I still think DC Universe as an app is a spectacular idea. And I think that they've, honestly, I think that they've executed on that idea extremely well. Personally, I, th- I think considering what they've, what, you know, the expectations were right. going into the app's launch. I think they've executed extremely well. They've exceeded my expectations. Um, so, I mean, when it comes to the the um, the lifespan of DC Universe with the with the, this uh, with the HBO Max and and uh, Disney Plus on the horizon, um, I mean, I guess it, it remains to be seen. But I, I I think they've done about as good as could be expected. Or you know, considering uh, considering what what uh, 
what was expected of them. Um, and they've got a lot of money behind them. I mean, Berlanti's got how many shows on this joint? You on know? that? What, like, all of them, right? <laughs> they're, I think they're all Berlanti joints. <laughs> to some extent, they're all. Yeah. Live so, action, especially. So, I mean... Yeah. Portfolio's got, like, 19. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, I, I mean... I mean, you got a lot of money behind this app as well. Um, a lot of money, a lot of big people, big names and properties and such. Uh, so I think it's I think it's gonna continue going for for um, for a while now. Um, last thing last thing we got really on today is a Watchmen trailer. Yep. Um, they packed a lot in that trailer. Man, it's a lot of uh calls. But I had to watch some recaps. I had to get you guys to explain stuff. You know, I, I Shamari is the like you know the Watchmen connoisseur. Yeah, man. read the book, watched, loves the movie, so you knew everything that was going on. Uh, so I go to you first. What did you make of the of the trailer? I, I thought it was really good. I thought it was a very good trailer. I think that this show is going to be, uh, uh, jeez, it's, it's it's hard to even describe. I feel like it's gonna. I feel like I feel like every week is gonna t- catch us by take us by surprise. I feel like we're gonna see things every week. We're gonna be like, whoa, what's Right. Like I like I think that's what's gonna happen. Even with everything that they've shown in these trailers, you know, it seems like there's gonna be a lot of fighting, a lot of things blowing up. Yeah, I was getting take, shot. I was surprised by that. <laughs> you know? Actually, I didn't. I wasn't sure this show would bring the action because the book in the movie is it, it's action. There's action in it, but right. a lot of it is like so story driven. Yeah, it's not about the action. <laughs> that I was wondering. Okay, like I kind of thought like that's why I thought watching kind of worked for HBO because like okay, HBO doesn't want to do like the superhero superhero thing. They want to kind of do something a little more edgy, a little more different. So Watchmen's a perfect new one, perfect going in that lane. But then I saw a lot more action than I expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's gonna be a lot of action. It's gonna be very dark, which I think is so true to the source material as well. And um, and they're gonna they're absolutely have a budget. That is absolutely for sure. Um, and apparently we're gonna get Doctor Manhattan, which I think is another complete game changer. Yeah, like a complete game changer. If Doctor Manhattan's in this show, John Cena, <laughs> not John Cena. <laughs> but if Doctor Manhattan is in this show, um, you know, and he looks like Doctor Manhattan, I think that is, you know, um, I think that just adds a whole another level of excitement to the show. Yeah, man. Um, this trailer was I, the first one was. It was it was like just a straight tease, like you know, I didn't know what to make of really yeah. anything that was in it. Uh, Even after seeing the movie and then watching that trailer, yeah, I still don't know like, what to make of it. Yeah, I was like, well, <laughs> I guess we'll see. I still had to ask a lot of questions. So, when is this? Who is this? What does this mean? Um, the the this trailer was a little bit more like if you've seen the movie or you read the book, like makes it more obvious what it could be about you know when the timeline is obviously it's a sequel um i mean i'm interested to see what you know how much of the original story is like continued to it continues to unfold in this um is this show about the original story or is it a new story with just some of the older characters in it is it a new story that they doesn't really talk about the old characters that much or doesn't really talk about the old story, or is it just a complete continuation of the old story with the old characters, with a couple of new characters sprinkled in? We'll have to see how that dynamic unfolds, but um, I'm very interested to see how Jeremy Irons does, you know, as Ozymandias. 
Yes. You know, that should be interesting yeah, as well. Um, and, of course, like you said, do- the Dr. Manhattan reveal was necessary, especially at the end. That That's what gets you, like... All right, like this isn't like they're not messing around. Like this isn't this isn't a, a discount, this isn't a discount exactly <laughs> discount version of watching. Yeah, yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited. I think that uh, Doctor Manhattan pseudo reveal at the end was uh, was definitely worth the price of admission. The fact that he's so prevalent in this trailer, it, even when he's not in it, you see the the statues of, of his uh his 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 little like portal his um. Uh, the, the the you know the, the the balloons and the stuff celebrating him and how much of a hero he still is even years and years since he's gone off to Mars, uh, that was really cool. Um, the Rorschach, uh, you know, you know teases were cool. I don't know who the mirror guy is, but I think that that was an interesting way to kind of tease Rorschach being alive somehow, uh, or being prevalent in this story. And it, it to me, it's, I, I'm 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 like it's kind of cool to see someone like Regina King, who I've seen in a, now a million shows and movies, like doing something like this. Like I've never seen her like this before. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's someone who's seen Regina King as a like action hero type kind of character, and but to see her so involved in these like action sequences and fight scenes, and and that the story's gonna be kind of told through her eyes as a new hero. I'm uh I'm invested. I'm sold. This is something that is going to be, I think, a dope project. Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, you know, I'm I'm going to sound like a like a, an HBO white <laughs> or whatever if that's a term, but HBO man, they don't invest in trash. You're right about that. They do not invest in trash. They're like, listen, show me your pilot, and I'll let you know if it can be on HBO. And they yeah. probably saw it and were like, ooh, this is serious. I think we need to add the show to our lineup. So, I mean, you got big names, you got big. Uh, you got a big story. Watchmen, extremely popular. Yeah, the movie did well, extremely well critically, and like, I mean, it's just. I feel like this is just. This is extremely exciting. I feel like if you're a Watchmen fan, this is just extremely, extremely exciting. Uh, even though the trailers have been very cryptic and haven't shown you as much, I feel like that's with. I feel like that's on purpose. Yeah, I feel like we're we're in for something very special with this show. But with that being said, this is going to be the wrap of our uh, San Diego Comic Con. Uh, pan, uh, podcast uh, review or recap. Um, hope you guys really enjoyed this show. We enjoyed doing it for you guys. Uh, it was a little long, but we tried to get through everything. I think we pretty much got through everything we needed to. Um, of course, you can catch all of our podcasts on the New Generation Podcast Network on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher, as well as TuneIn. You can also follow us, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media, on Facebook, New Generation Media, on Twitter, at New Generation Pod, and on Instagram, at New Generation Podcast. Follow Shamari on Snapchat and uh, Instagram, MTShant22. Follow me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram, Action EJ. Once again, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. For Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Peace.